Hey guys, welcome to the 100th episode of The Educated. It's been a long road of broken promises and long hiatuses, but hey, we made it to 100 episodes. So here's the thing. Lane and I had this whole plan for this episode, which involved bringing in old guests and touching on some long-awaited topics. But with everything that's happened in 2020, we were unable to produce the episode we wanted and get everyone we wanted on this episode. So we're very sorry. I know, it sucks. But we have some honorable mentions for those people that didn't make it onto this episode. First, Coach, thanks for all the laughs and softball tips and the copious amounts of alcohol. David and Dot, sorry boys, your section of audio from the 100th was lost in the fray, but we'll get you back on. Homeless Joe, remember he has the best hot sauce this side of the Cascades. Homeless Jane, may she rest in peace. Maria, Senorita Gonzalez, that one girl that left a nice comment about the show on iTunes. Gladys and Accounting, the Chocolatier off Highway 195, and of course the CEO of Activio, and last but not least, our Lord and Savior, Producer Dale. All praise Dale. Thank you everyone, it's been a blast, we hope to make the next 100 episodes even better, and quite frankly, uh, that bar set real low. So, enjoy the show! Previously on be educated. All right. So as we said, welcome to the educated. Um, this uh, this podcast. Supposed we should go into the premise of this podcast. Um, right. It's about two guys, or about about. About people who spend way too much time in school. Way too much time finding themselves. Way too much time. Way too much time. <laughs> <laughs> there is no such thing as unconditional love. Is, is, wait, is, is that a real failing of yours? Yes. Oh, no way. Do you believe in unconditional love? I think I do. There I, is no I such thing as unconditional love. I can't definitively say that I do, but I think I do. You think you do. That's, yeah. That's the best I can do, though. Your, your thinking isn't even unconditional. Boom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but like, if that's like, if that's like, like one of us got like AIDS, it'd be like, hey, <laughs> what the fuck? You know, hey, let's let's have a talk. You had you saw Magic Johnson, didn't you? <laughs> you saw him, huh? Yeah. Magic got cured, didn't you? I don't think he's, like money. He's not cured. <laughs> <laughs> right. We do get all the information from South Park. That makes sense. That makes sense. South Park is law and is reality. <laughs> so yes, yes. yes. It, it costs about eighteen million dollars per cure. Yeah. Or something yes, like that. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah. <laughs> The choice to not have a children is like, what's wrong with you? Yeah, and what's, I think what's what's are, are are you defective? Do you have a disease? Are you are you are you are you, are you just so fuck you yeah. that nobody wants to fuck you? Well, an even good point to a good side point to bring up yeah. is when you ask somebody that question, if they are having problems yeah. bearing children, yeah. maybe that's a rude thing to say. Like, why don't you want kids? Yeah. What's wrong? Aren't you trying? Yeah, maybe they there have are, been. There are and people out there. Are people out there trying to have children. Well, you know what? There are plenty of children that are, that are in, a, in fucking foster homes that are looking to be adopted. Why don't you look at those fucking kids? Yeah, right. But if if you had to have kids, would you want your own or would you want to adopt? Are you telling me they can't cut a little off the top? And invest that in, in like, giving, like, oh, I don't know, a, a college athlete, maybe, like, an extra thousand bucks a month and, and a stipend of some kind? What does he need that money for? Uh, a thousand pizza, bucks a month to what? Pizza, nice Pizza, yeah, clothes. you want your athlete to get nice and fat on pizza. <laughs> He's got a fucking meal card and a goddamn dietitian because he needs to stay in shape. 
I met a guy, yeah. a friend of mine. He was like, oh, it's like, oh, how much money would it take for you to drive an airplane? You're like, oh, $10. Yeah. How much money would it take for you to suck a dick? And he's like, I would never do it. And I'm like, million bucks? And he's like, never. And I'm like, you're a fucking liar, A. But everyone's got their price. I'd suck a dick. I'd suck a dick on a dare. Huh. <laughs> 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 on a dare. Well, well, there's, dude. Not, there's not, okay, even, a okay, there's not even a reward okay. system. Okay. There's not even money involved. I'll dude, suck a dick and give you a dude, banana. Okay. It's like two dicks in a row. It's like <laughs> Christmas. Muzzle top. <laughs> in case there was any any listener out there wondering. Yeah, any any one listener. Any certain individual person. Any certain individual person who I thought was gay for the last, last four years because one of his good friends told me he was. I don't know. I don't believe that at all. I think yeah, you're making yeah. that up. No, I, I don't. You're, you're no, not making just, it up. You're projecting. Yeah. <laughs> I ran and caught the bus. Dude, that's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't have a car. He ditched her at her own house. In her bathroom. She was there you for a while. You took her out for a lovely meal. She invites you back to the crib. Yeah. It's nice. You hang yeah. out. You chat more. She thinks it's going great. Yeah. This guy's got to go powder his nose. Really, you're just taking a massive shit from all the steak and shrimp you ate earlier. Probably the Taco Bell for lunch as well because you're okay. poor. All right, all right. You shat it all out. It's awful in there. And she's just chatting it up. She can smell it too, by the way. But she's like, I don't mind. I'll still talk to this guy because he's a good person. And just <laughs> shimmy yourself out the door. Leave your shoe behind. Don't even go back for your shoe. Just leave it behind. And then you're running across the field. Or wherever it is the fucking place is. It was a field. Yeah, of course, right? You run across the field. One one foot uh, empty. No shoe. Yeah. Stepping on all kinds of shit. Gopher holes. And probably rabbit shit. Uh, you have to catch a bus. Yeah. Like, the be- the only thing better is if you went had- if you had gone back, knocked on her door and been like, Hey, I need my shoe. B, can I have a dollar fifty or a pound half? Whatever they call that shit. For the goddamn bus, because I didn't drive anywhere. I love it. Well, ah, oh, dude, you know you're not doing the right one, bro. Just do some indica, bro. Indica or sativa, man. Or sativa, like, or, yeah, you're smoking sativa the wrong one. Wakes, yeah. You gotta dick it. You, you gotta dunk it in coffee. Put it on the bloopers. <laughs> you gotta dick it in coffee. You know, and you then said dick it in coffee. Yeah, yeah, I did. Yeah, and didn't mean to do you that. Got a dick penis. <laughs> I was going to say that for later, but fuck, it just uh, felt so organic. It, it just came out. Eh? Whenever I need it, in the last couple of weeks, every time I've been stressed, every time I need a good laugh, I pull up that episode and I listen to that two minutes uh, of nice. him saying dick penis and then him just like <laughs> riff it into himself. That was the worst. Because he I said dick penis. Penis did not. Fuck. That was so bad. <laughs> what was oh, the thing you said last week or the week before? It was uh, ball something. I remember. Oh, it was a ball something. Why do I have a problem <laughs> with male, male genitalia <laughs> and jokes? I don't know why. I get them all confused. I said something weird about balls. You, you get, get confused by men gen, male genitalia? Yeah, I don't keep it on my shoulder ever. I usually just <laughs> view it from afar, safe distance. Maybe at the YMCA. That's a, that's a really cool callback to like the first yeah. season. You look a beautiful bride. Thank you. I mean, that's, 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 that's nice. I guess I am the one wearing white, so mm-hmm. that makes perfect sense. Are you t- texting your ex right now? No. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I'm, I'm actually set up next week's show, so, you now, know, whatever. Now the question, Are you really? Yeah. Oh, nice. Now, now the, the question, I guess. Nick takes it. Yes, that's the answer. <laughs> well, yeah, that's the answer. That, that was kind of the question. But <laughs> I, I vomited in my mouth a little bit because <laughs> the image just popped into my head. 
The, the I know it's too it's too it's too buku. The honeymoon, <laughs> or you know, when you guys drive off in your limo, right? Wait, we and just go straight to the cigar lounge, the casino, right? Nice. <laughs> okay. Who carries who over the threshold? Oh, he carries me. I don't think Nick can lift me. That's not even a question. Even I if we piggyback, I think his chicken legs will give out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he skips leg day. Yeah. He does. Yeah. I, I do. I do. I do. Yeah. That's, that, that's, that's a thing. That's a thing. He just no. didn't even... No? He never once bumped up against the fridge and you were like, oh, that sounds no, nice. No, literally what happened was nothing and then I hit 12 or 13 and then boom. In sex? You had sex before you jerked off? You had... Yeah, actually, yeah. Like you're, you were what how when weird. you had sex? Yeah, that's weird. That's a baby. No longer. You want to say a little commentary? Man, okay. If I can say anything, soccer, I always thought kind of lame. But I'll be honest, dude, this has been a lot of fun. Yeah, the fans are great. Uh, we're, we're learning here while well, you know people are around us. I mean, we'll get into it later. But I, I spit on two guys. Accidentally, and they were cordial. Fucking shit. Did. They were cordial as hell. Dude, this is a fun fucking game. I can't believe how fa- half fun this bullshit is. Right now, dude, soccer game one to one. I mean, we know it's gonna be exciting in the second half. I'm, I'm, I'm stoked about it. Really, where I was just gonna jump into is like, yeah, it seems weird and boring to us that that's your uh, dynamic. But yeah, yeah, yeah. If she's happy and you're happy, and I don't know what's going on there, but it seems weird. <laughs> <laughs> but. Man, power to you if that's working. He was, that's it. I mean, he's trying to make you feel better. But I'll be honest, dude, you got a weird fucking relationship. This guy lives in Seattle. So, we're, anyways, he's coming in Friday night. We can't get up there until Saturday. So, we're going to go there and do the whole thing all day. It's going to be uh, Tomas, David, Dot, me. Uh, this guy named Danny. Monty's coming, my brother. Nice. And my brother's going to bring his son, my nephew Mason. Nice. Uh, who's 19, almost 20. Oh, I thought you were bringing a child. No, 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 no. Make that very clear. All right? There are no persons under the age of 18, male or female or other, coming to this party. It's going to be all above board and above the pants. No, it's just going to be people there below the age of 21 that can't legally drink. That doesn't matter, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Coke's illegal regardless of how old you are. <laughs> it's going to be a lot of Coke up there? <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. Be doing lines up. Off uh, David's ass. If I come back and say it's snowed, you'll know what I did. <laughs> it's 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 like in their header, like ooh, r- rooftop bar, twelfth floor, and I'm like, there's no twelfth floor rooftops in Chicago. <laughs> you braggadocious fucks. Are you kidding me? You have a balcony at your calling a rooftop bar only because there isn't the thirteenth floor. I did say it was a spoiler. The Chicago Athletic Association. What thing. kind of what kind of wedding ring do you have? A nice. I mean, is it is it wood or metal? Oh, that's metal. Yeah, I can I can play it. It's heavy. Jeez, dude. It's a it's a mammoth. Jeez. Dude, did you pick this? Yeah. Tungsten, I believe. And it ha- it's got a little diamond in there. A little, a little bit of flash. <laughs> 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 oh, we can't have nice things. <laughs> It's not the one for me. <laughs> no, 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 that's yours. You, you, you already mentioned you're gonna do that. So oh, yeah, when yeah, you yeah, guys yeah, get yeah. out of here and you go to your school and she goes wherever she's supposed to go, <laughs> I'm gonna bring him over and be like, "How do we make this a real studio?" And we'll do it without like damaging the walls and stuff. You know, I mean, well, it'll all be removable. Velcro yeah, yeah. and shit. No shit. I will do that. All right. For the show. 
Okay. And I, then I'll come here and hang out when I get away from Ronnie. <laughs> oh my god. So should we wrap this bitch up? Let's get our one tradition we can actually stick to going. Okay. Alright, alright then. Alright, so um, I don't know what the fuck this was, but uh, it's an episode. Maybe. No, it's an episode. <laughs> A bunch of bullshit. It's a bunch of bullshit. Um, Love you guys. Thanks for listening. (laughs) Keep listening as we go forward. Ladies and gentlemen, for the 100th time, welcome to The Educator. I'm your host, Nick, with my good buddy, Lane. What's going on, man? Hey, man how's it going? Fuck 100. Special guest for the 100th episode, Tomas. Yeah, you know who it is. Hey! hey! Look at that. From the big 5-0 to the big 1-0-0. Am I right? Hey, that's pretty good. Thanks, yeah, man. Yeah, Off the dome. Yeah, you know, well, how I do. Look at you, man. Yeah. One Being drink clever. in. Feeling Being pretty clever. good. After 100 episodes, you're finally clever. <laughs> <laughs> I knew I was going to get better at this. You know, I, I really did. Don't most professional podcasts, they get rid of the first... 99 episodes anyway. <laughs> it's very true. They start with episode 100 as the first episode. That's what I heard. That's actually very true. Like, yeah. like it becomes more professional after after the 100th episode. So well, we just delete the prior 99, right? Well, that's the thing. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hey. There's, some, there's some good episodes Welcome to episode there. number one. There's no, no, no. We have 14.1 thousand plays, so I don't know if we can delete that. <clears throat> just the royalties will stop. And oh, we yeah. delete them. Come and on. We have, and we have, a big, we, have, we have another big announcement for the 100th episode. That's right. Back by popular demand. Yes. We've got a website. Oh, shit, really? <laughs> no shit. I don't, I don't know what it was. Yeah, I've been, yeah, baby. I've been going to the website, like, weekly. Have you really? Yeah. Really Danny bad. asked about it from the, from the fans of Football Chat. Yeah, it's just been, uh, like, a hosting dead dead link. Yeah, well, now it Paid says... the bill? Come, now it says... Well, by the time He's you listen... He's going to check. Tomas going to check. No, 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 hold on, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind, I'm not checking. <laughs> God on. damn it. By the time Sorry. people listen to this episode, it'll be up. By April? <laughs> That's a great fucking thing. Way to go. Who the fuck cares, dude? Tomas. Time, oh, my God. Weekly. Theater of the mind. You, you give me shit about this all the time. All the time. Should <laughs> we talk about Kobe now, too? Well, if we have to. <laughs> yeah, but that was like four months ago. <laughs> oh, my God. We're all moved past it, man. Isn't this weather great? <laughs> so nice. Did springtime? Yeah. It's not as bad. Motherfuckers. Okay, here we go. All right, there is. We have a website, newly redesigned. Really? It's fantastic. It's got a shop. It's got all 100 episodes up there. Oh, shit. Yeah. What's the shop have? Like, what can you order as far as like merch goes? You can order sweatshirts. You can order t shirts. You can order mugs, um, except special mugs you know, here, that we hand out here on the show. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you can't. The only thing you can't order are hats because they're fucking expensive. Way too much money. Yeah, way, way too much money way, way to host time. that shit. Yeah, it sucks. Right? So no. Where are we at with polos? Ooh. Oh, can we do polos? We can do polos, but you know what? Uh, I haven't put them up yet because I'm saving them for the educated golf tournament. The educated golf tournament incoming in June. Which is where we go play golf with microphones. Hell yeah, we have and, a new mobile setup, right? And we, we yes, and the we what? have so lapel mics. I don't know what the new setup is like, but Nick bought a new, a new mobile setup. Oh, the Bob Barker. <laughs> I heard about this. <laughs> this guy. Better recall than I got. That's how you're right. The Bob Barker, actually. Well, I yeah. listen to it today. So. <laughs> That's awesome. We recorded it yeah. like a year ago. That's better yeah. than me, though. I haven't listened to yeah. anyone yet. 
By the way, did anybody on uh, Theater of the Mind throw it out the window? Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fuck it. Anybody notice how uh, the uh, episodes were released at certain times throughout the year? I noticed that. I was like, did how you, the fuck did he pull this off? Did you just enter a date? Yes, I did. That's yes, so I did. great. Yeah. I, t- I told Nick to do that. I don't know if he did it on my request, but mm-hmm. I was like, dude, you should when you release them, don't do it all at once. Do, like backdate them. So it's like one a month at least. So like spreads it out like, like we did it, you know, I in succession. maybe there was like a file date or something on the oh. file itself. No, 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 no. When I uploaded them to SoundCloud, it asked me like, when was this, when was this uh, recorded? I'm like, it was April. Duh. <laughs> it was June. It was September. That's you awesome. know what? We had just enough episodes. To, to go to, one to a go month, one, right? one a month. <laughs> <laughs> to appear consistent to maybe potential, you know, investors or, uh, you know, people want to yeah. give us a little money. You know, the, the activity on the church deal have been very happy with us. They've been good. Yeah, they've been great. They've been fantastic. Um, but uh, what was I talking about before I went off on that tangent? It's about the 100th. About the store. You got the store. Oh, yes, the, the store. This guy. Thank you. This guy. The we- this is great. See? I know. I love that guy. Uh, so, yeah, we got the website up. It'll, it'll have the store. People will be able to go on and buy shirts themselves as opposed to, you know, me just handing out shirts for free. That's awesome. That's yeah. a, it was a good deal for me, though. <laughs> it was great. I, I still have Taylor's shirt in my trunk, so eventually he might get one. We'll see. I'll see what Tomas' review of the 99th is, yeah. and then we'll see if he gets it or not. You, you, you hung out with Taylor on the last episode, and you didn't give him a shirt? I've seen him so many times, and I have not given him this shirt. I forget <laughs> until I come here. <laughs> Every time I come here, I'm like, oh, about fuck. <laughs> then you remember? Yeah, exactly. You're such a dick. It's, so, it's pretty bad. But for the 100th episode, though. For everybody who's going to be on this episode, start, yes. starting starting with Tomas, they're going to get a special 100th episode coffee mug that says The Educated and their episode on it. I think it's pretty awesome. I Let's ask the guest. Yes. What do you think? Oh, that sounds incredible. Doesn't sound incredible? Are they like a, like a standard coffee mug, like mm-hmm. your, your traditional coffee mug? Traditional coffee mug, yeah. Awesome. Something you could take to work, something you can look oh, at. it's going on my desk. That's yeah. my next question. Where's it going to go? Yeah. It's going on my desk. Well, yeah. Will you go to work or will, yeah, will it go to work or will it stay in the cupboard? <clears throat> it will sit in a cupboard at my house. It's going on display. That's awesome. I won't yeah. use it for coffee. I'll just put like pens and shit in it. <laughs> Even better, actually. Yeah, no stains on it. I use mine for coffee. It's great. You know, I, I actually take mine into like staff meetings. I just use a, like an insulated mug because I drink my coffee so slow yeah. that if I wait 20 minutes in a regular mug, it's cold. Oh, really? So yeah. you still drinking that butter coffee? Every now and again. Yeah. This whole thing? Proof. Yeah. Have you heard of this? <laughs> this is where it starts. <laughs> and then suddenly we're talking about Honeywell's. <laughs> No, this is this, this no no Honeywell's. You should have seen your guys' faces. We were like, yeah, you know, I, I got this insulated mug, and you and you were like, oh really? Oh, you wow. no yeah. shit. Yeah. Well, that's fantastic. You know, I blah blah blah. I started zoning out, so I'm not really sure what you said, but it was something Z- very domestic. That fast? Yes, huh? it was that fast. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Domestic. Yeah. I was gonna jump into a whole keto rant, but I guess not. It's, that's still kind of that's still kind of domestic. <laughs> still I was listening back to a couple episodes after the 50th, because I listened to the 50th that Tomas was on, and then a couple episodes after that, we were talking about all the words we can't say on the show. Oh, yeah. Right? And we go for like a good 10 minutes where I'm going down this list that I apparently printed out. I don't remember doing this. Yeah, you were very prepared for one week. I, yeah. It was fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off! You're <laughs> and so I was going, I was going down these words, and I, and it kept going like bleep, and you were like, "Fuck, man, I can't say that." <laughs> I do remember that. <laughs> I remember that yeah. And then I kept going, kept going beep beep, and you're like, "Come on, you say that? You said that like fifty times before the before the show started." <laughs> Fine. That's a good time. Yeah, no, really good times. You know, um, it's weird to think this. We've done this a hundred times. We put out a hundred episodes, right? Yeah, I, I can't even like I going back and I'm thinking about episodes. Like, I don't remember anything of the '60s. 
Or the Most 50s. people don't. <laughs> Most folks can't remember. From the sixties, remember the sixties, or or like or like the forties, like like all of our forty yeah, episodes. They all die. Yeah. <laughs> Except for those five guys that had that Super Bowl. No, they're good. They're the hundred year olds. War jokes. <laughs> Very topical. <laughs> That's great for World War Three when we release this in like twenty fifty five. Perfect. Yeah, no, but I understand what you're saying. Yes. The 40s, 50s, 60s. That was so long ago. It was. This podcast's mm-hmm. lifespan. It was really. Yeah, years ago. <laughs> yeah, like years ago. Ladies and gentlemen, this show started in 2015. It is now 2020. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, if you actually release them Sundays ish, it'd be on like episode 240. <laughs> we should be, right? Barely to 100. I now. remember. I remember us talking about how we'll get to 100 in, in like a year. By the time it's five years down, we'll be up to like 300, 400 episodes. You know, and that was me estimating the fact that, hey, we'll have some gaps. We'll do it. Right? And, and we, we had a weekly some gaps. show. We had more than just a few gaps. We Jesus. had a lot of gaps. Season we had an entire four. year. Yeah, season four had the biggest gap, I think. No. That and two, we realized two that our, our even oh, seasons okay. are the worst. Even seasons suck. So five is going to be awesome. It's going to be great. Oh, yeah, We're going to do weekly episodes. We get Tomas on monthly. Perfect. He'll mm-hmm. have a whole spot. Hell His yeah. whole uh, weekly shtick will be here. It's going to be great. Oh, can I make Cantankerous jungle? Yeah, I think it'd yeah. be amazing. Tomas's corner. Oh, I like that already. I'm into <laughs> that. I'm into right. that. All right. Tease corner. What's going down in the barrio? But it'll be T E A S. Yeah. corner. What's up, baby? That's, that good. That's, That's good. Good, eh? That's good. That's yeah. good. That reads well in the description of the episode. Yeah. I like that. I like that. Tease <laughs> going. I like that. All right. Yeah. All right. So think of ideas for that. Okay. Yeah. yeah. We'll get you on monthly. That'd yeah. be like a we need. So we... <laughs> no, no. <laughs> It'll no. be like a monologue, like uh, you know, at the end of sixty minutes when uh, uh, fucking Mark Rooney or whatever the fuck that old guy's <laughs> name was, he would come out with this little monologue at the end of it, and it was some kind of like. Or like the old uh, Jerry Springer episodes, you'd come out with like Jerry's final word or whatever. That one resonates with okay. me. Yes, yeah. I get that I, one. I did yeah, right. dial it back a little, to a little trash level for later. <laughs> Thanks, man. Thanks, man. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, it would be something like that. That'd be Tease Corner. Love your friends. Love your neighbors. <laughs> Touch yourselves. It's very educated. It's good, yeah. Very educated. You know what would be kind of cool, though? You know the intro? The, like the, uh, hey, guys, uh, new episode of The Educated, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. You know how I do it at the beginning? What if we recorded everybody... Doing that like little script, I think it'd we, be... we just we just you know I randomly splice them in into 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 episodes like you know we there's there's a lot of us now yes there's me you there's there's Tomas there's Ronnie there's Ginny there's David there's Dot um, eventually there's, uh, yeah. Yeah, you know, eventually yeah. everybody on there yeah oh, it's kind of like when you uh, when you watch a show and it says like uh, last week Coach. on whatever and oh. sometimes they use like different characters that say like, yeah. previously on The Walking Dead or whatever. <laughs> By the way, we like we, I, we I am into that. We did that for like two episodes in season two, where we did like previously on the educated. Oh yeah, yeah. and we had we had like a little SVU sort of like dun dun dun. <laughs> that sounds like a lot of production work, but that's awesome. That's nice. Nick was getting fancy with the computer, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. and then he got complacent. <laughs> Why and it only lasted like, two uh, episodes. That's only lasted two. A lot of work, man. It is a lot for of free. fucking work for free. Yeah. For expense. I mean, for this, the, yeah, yeah, this podcast is those, free. Yeah. Those Church of Dale commercials took forever. I was praying to Dale, <laughs> hoping. <laughs> those like, commercials are so good. He was trying to find the right music. So I'm trying to explain to him. But if you ever written a song before, you try to tell somebody what you hear in your head and like dadas or bum bums, yeah. and it's like it does not make sense. No. Here's, here's why I vision it. And so he finally played me one. But, I mean, it, it was great. It was the one that actually went out on air. Yeah. But before that, I'm sure it took many, many listens to many Gregorian chants. Oh, yeah. Which, who wants that or has that kind of time? That's insane. <laughs> no, it took forever, dude. 
Not like the, the angelic like opera. Yeah. yeah. Of that. Oh, man. It's so good. You got to find something good, and again, it's got to be free. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We can't afford to be sued. Yeah. Oh, hell, well. So if this show ever gets like popular, we might have to like pull some wholesome stuff yeah this is actually the biff llc <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's a non-profit service we're offering everybody <laughs> well, we just, we this just... is actually episode one now <laughs> <laughs> we should incorporate the educated well it's only that i'm worried about doing the educated karaoke hour just can we how much how much of a popular song can we actually use on the air as we're doing karaoke i was texting nick and i, I was trying to get tomas to come out and i was texting nick like hey we should just do like one like a weeknight at the at the j-hole because no one's here we can own the mic everyone who's there can sing Anybody and then we can do doesn't know what the j-hole oh, is <laughs> my bad no Sorry. introduction needed we're <laughs> amongst friends if you don't know the j-hole is then you don't deserve to go there all right <laughs> fuck off right? don't be there okay yeah yeah right, go to man. go to mootsies or whatever else you have to give you regular spoken nights j-hole best popcorn in town easy 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 so I'm saying we all right, go there way. and we all do a song and then we could like do the show and the song, but it won't be too much background noise. So we could actually yeah. like hear the person sing and then like you know talking shit. I don't think that's. But then I was like, can we use like what ten seconds? There, there, there's a legal limit on how much you can use of like a popular song that's like copywritten. Anyways, there are some shows that get away with just using blatant like covers, not even covers. Sorry, <clears throat> they'll just put on songs that are we can, copywritten. We can still do a show. I mean, we just can't like. But I want to hear. I want to hear you sing. That's the thing. I want to hear you sing a song. Go it's back gonna to be something weird. Six no, or fuck seven. that. A real song that you actually like that you think you can sing good. You think I don't like the Canadian national anthem? I don't. <laughs> Not at all. Who doesn't like that? You like most it, right? people don't. I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> Not like okay. putting a guess on August just, spot. Uh, just to give you a visual <laughs> out there. Lay and I are sitting across from each other at the table. Tomas is like at the middle section. We both look at him. He both looks at us, and he's just like, I don't know what to do. He's like that kid. He's uh, just like, I don't know. <laughs> what do I say? I don't know. <laughs> he's like, I'm going with the parent who's been here longer. <laughs> one, of, one of you guys is going to be mad at me no matter what I say. My bad. My, my bad. That's on. That one's on me. That's me. My bad. <laughs> Okay. All right. So, shall we? Um, what should we do first? Should we go into a, in, into the through line, or it's a big one hundredth? So, mm-hmm. how would you want to kick it off? You know, I mean, this is this is the this is the episode. This is the episode. I I, I think we should go come in with a bang mm-hmm. rather than go out with one. All right. We'll 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 we'll, we'll come in with a bang or like a pump. It's not bad, right? That was like a <laughs> clap. I was not speaking, so you'd clap and cut it. <laughs> And then you had to go to add the one line. <laughs> That's not bad, right? I've been doing this for a hundred episodes. Can't you pick up my facial cues and my hand motions? I'm sitting here saying, "That's good." I give you a thumbs up next time, maybe that'd be better. We'll be you nailed the ending. <laughs> What'd you ruin it for? You killed it. You crushed it. Okay, stop being funny because then he won't cut it off. <laughs> At this point, he'll leave it in. Uh, no bloopers, motherfucker. Bloopers. We'll be right back after these messages from some other mother motherfucker. Fellas, you know that Valentine's Day is coming up. And what's she going to want more than a little bit of a gift from the chocolatier? Out there off Highway 195, you know where you can find him. He's pouring chocolate. He's he's dipping his nuts inside of there. And it's going to be everything that she's going to want ever in life. All you got to do is swing on down there and get yourself three, maybe even four and a half bars. And she will be yours forever. Love bars by the chocolatier. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the 100th episode of The Educated. I'm your host, Nick, with my good buddy, Lance. Hey, what's going on, man? Special guest, Tomas. Hello. <laughs> it's, 
He's still there. Nailed it. Yeah, he nailed it. Yeah. Welcome back to the show. All right. So we're going to get into uh, what we call the through line. Um, we're going to have several guests here on the 100th episode. Um, all your favorites, Tomas, Ronnie, Jenny, Coach, Producer Dale, you name it, they'll be back. And what we're going to do is we're going to ask each of them. We're, actually, we're, what we're going to do is we're going to present them with a story, a, something that happened to me, and we're going to get their reaction to it. Now, this isn't going to be the main show topic with, with, with folks, because if, we, if it was, this would be a very shitty <laughs> 100th episode. Fair. <laughs> Instead, it's going to be awesome. It's going to be awesome, yes. <clears throat> so we're going we're gonna to present them with this, with this story, see what their reaction is, and then we're going to have a, what, I, what we like to call the main show topic, right? Perfect. And we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna talk it out. But that being said, <clears throat> Lane has heard this story, right? Yes. He's heard, he's heard this story. It's a great story. It's, it's, a, it's a great story. It's I'm probably not, half lies, I'm but it's a great not, story. It's not lies. Oh, sure. It's totally not lies. Uh, you, be, you be the judge, Tomas. All right. So a few weeks back, I, uh, I placed an Amazon order for lube, right? Okay. <laughs> that's just cool? Like that's lube, that's right? Not like, uh, oh, like oil. For <laughs> <laughs> that's fair a fair question. question. That's a good question. That's a fair question. No, it's a fair question. No, it, it's lube for the... Um, I don't know if you haven't caught up in episodes. Have you gotten to the one where we talk about my sex toy? Oh, yeah. Okay. Where I hear the little Asian girl. Yeah. That's fucking terrifying. Scary as shit. That's the weirdest boner I've ever had. <laughs> so All apparently right. he needs special lube for this machine. It's, it's water-based lube. You don't want to go in dry, right? Okay, yeah. Oil-based lube is terrible. Yeah, so I mean, obviously. It's, yes, it's, it's a, this is a water-based lube, right? I went through one bottle. I needed another one. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I got needs, okay? So, um, geez, that sounded terrible. That's <laughs> why to get the punchline. All right, so I order this lube. Um, it comes in. I go up to the mailbox, and I, I pull up this box, you know, because when they, when they send sex toys or anything sex-related, right, it comes in. It's in a in black this, box? No, it's not in a black box. Oh, but it's a discreet box, right? It's in a, it's in a discreet box, and right. it's wrapped like crazy, right? So supposedly the mailman's not supposed to know that that it's a fucking sex toy or something. Or giant bottle to, of lube. Yeah, giant or giant bottle of lube. That's yeah. just the thing, though. <clears throat> this thing looked like a thirty-two ounce bottle of lube. Yeah, but it's a big gulp. <clears throat> it wasn't like I didn't order that much lube. Who needs that much lube? I, well, maybe I you did. Ran out of the last bottle. <clears throat> That's pretty fast. <laughs> I'm probably just thinking the ahead. last bottle was eight ounces. Okay, it wasn't that big. Eight ounces sounds like a lot of loops, yeah, well, though. <laughs> Within a few months, you would have been ordering more. Anyway. Yeah, that's fair. It's, that's a, it's fair. a mini Coke can <laughs> of lube. That being said, so I take it out. I'm like, oh, this is big. But, you know, I, I throw it the back of my mind because I just came back from work. I was tired. I come back down. I throw it on this table, in fact. Nice. Uh, and I go, I go, do, go clean, clean it up, get dinner ready, come back out, <clears throat> open it up. And it was definitely not lube. Uh-oh. It was not lube. Um, they had apparently, I, I'm guessing that this is some sort of a warehouse down, down in California, some, somewhere near San Diego. Some guy gets an order and he's just like, oh, well, we're out of this. So I'm going to take that and put in this order. Or maybe they, they mixed up the addresses of, of the people, but I'm going to have you close your eyes. I'm going to put on the table what I actually got in the mail. All right. <laughs> I'm nervous. You know, I should have, I put, was. Should I put it, have him put it in his hand. Instead? No, no. <laughs> put it on the table. Close but close your eyes. I did this last episode, I must say. Maybe it may or may not be released. Oh, my God. My nipples are getting hard. <laughs> there, there, there we go. Hear, hear that thunk? All right. Is that, uh, was that a lube thunk? Yes. No, that was not a lube thunk. No, wait. Lube but thunk. Before he reveals, just a quick question. Do yeah. you have any guesses, Tomas, of what it might be? 
After after the context and the clunking you heard recently. So it's a 32 ounce. I know that, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I mean, yeah, basically. Well, I mean, all together it's 32 ounce. Right? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> shit. Is it a liquid in any way? No, I would no, say no. No, I would I mean, say no. You can oh. put liquid in it. You could. Oh. But um, it, didn't, it didn't come that way. No, no. Oh, God. Is it... Is it... Uh, candles? <laughs> I don't think it's candles. Fuck. It's a good guess, though. Do you, do you want one more or do you want to know what yeah, it is? Give me, give me like a tiny hint. Oh, a, a tiny, tiny hint. Oh, a tiny hint. Okay, okay. Hmm. Nick, do you have a hint for him? Um, it's USB rechargeable, and he, there's two buttons on it. Ooh, that's a tricky hint, but it's a good hint. Yeah. Oh, tricky shit. but good. Okay. Yeah. USB yeah. rechargeable. Should we turn it on? So have him hear the sound. Oh, maybe that. Maybe that'll help. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah okay. Give give it an old flick. See see if anything happens. It won't moan. I promise. Put it, maybe the mic. Maybe. I can't hear. He has headphones on. Put it in the mic. Oh, that sounds like a vibrator. Okay. Okay. Is that not? Is it not like a, a sex toy that like jerks you off? It is a sex toy. Kinda. But I can't say it jerks you off. Okay. Well, I uh, I don't know. Let's see. Can I look? You want to look? I will look. look. Good guesses. Eyes. I'll look. Ladies and gentlemen, it is a. Oh, that's a cock pump. <laughs> <laughs> what? The educated penis pump and a new game that we'll do as a, as a through line. Twenty questions. What is the item? <laughs> I like it. Oh, you know what? I should put I should put the educated sticker on the side of it. I told you that last time. If you were so well, no, drunk, you would have remembered. I, I, well, yeah, no, that's a, that's a brilliant idea. You haven't used it yet. Oh, yeah, of course I have. Yeah. God damn it. <laughs> Is it cool? It freaked me out a little bit, actually. It freaked it me it out. Huge? Yeah. Have you ever used one? No. He yeah, mentioned how... Wait, yeah, now, what was the experience like? Oh, you tell him. All right. All right. So I get this thing, right? And I'm like, huh, that's weird. But then at the same time, I was like, you know, I never, never tried a penis one before. I'm kind of curious, right? So I, uh, <coughs> I, I well, first of all, look at this fucking thing, right? It's not your traditional penis pump. When I think of penis pump. What's your traditional penis pump look like? I think like a bicycle pump hand. Yes, exactly, exactly. <laughs> like yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> You're sitting there like, cranking that shit. But no, this is USB rechargeable. There's two <laughs> buttons on the side. Yes. There's, there's a pump and there's a little hole right there. Wait, wait, right, wait, you just got to create a seal. Yeah. yeah, exactly, exactly. So I put my penis in there. It goes up about, oh, three quarters of the way right there. Yeah. Do you believe that at all? No. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> That's also going to be the other through line, all right? Because this guy's talking about how, oh, yeah, you know, it, it only grew from, like, 12 to 14 inches. Like, who cares <laughs> at that point? Oh, my God. It's almost eight inches. This guy. But yeah. pre or post pump? For you, man. Yeah. Post pump? Pre pump. Pre pump. Come you, on. You don't believe me. Ask the I don't. lady. I will ask her, actually. Ask we'll get her back on. For the 100, because she's, she's been featured-ish. Yeah. All right, well, that's good. I'm not. I'm not even joking. Like I, I won't. I won't even primer. That's like no. my one saving grace. I have a big penis. That's the only thing. That's why I thought him and Dave would get along. <laughs> <laughs> the only saving grace. Now I would measure her vagina, but I won't measure your, your dick. So we'll see what happens. That's fair. You yeah, know, she could have a small vagina. <laughs> sure. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Look at you, seven footer walking into a small person's house. Oh my gosh, the ceilings are so crammed. Wow. All right, all right hang on, hang on. So, <clears throat> I tried this thing out, right? Okay. I just number one, right? Just just the first like because it's got five settings. Like that's one, two, three. Oh, I guess it's three settings. <laughs> so are again, you lying about numbers? <laughs> okay, we've established that. This guy and adding. All right. <laughs> 
I put this thing on. I put this thing on my penis, right? I'm I'm already hard, but I'm gonna want to put it in there because it'd be weird if you didn't, right? Can you do it soft? I don't know. Have you tried? Yeah, it's kind of weird. So you tried it? No, I don't know if it gets me hard. Oh, that'd be kind of cool, actually. Yeah, actually, I, never, I haven't tried that. Yeah, you should try. You couldn't put it in like soft because you just like mush up into the. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but yeah. if you're like half, half half holes. Yeah. Up in there and see, mm-hmm. see if it yeah. does the rest. You're kind of like that, right? Yeah. Okay. Give that a shot for the next time, and we'll ask that guest. Right. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Let's go. <laughs> Until then, it's an evolving story. <laughs> I put this thing on, right? Um, first pump, it feels fucking weird. Like, it feels like my penis is going to explode. And I look down at oh. my cock, and the damn thing, it does not, it's not getting, like, like longer. It's getting wider. It's getting girthier, right? This is weird. And it's turning more purple, and I'm, I'm freaking oh. out. And I'm freaking out, right? And this is on the first setting. The color, too. And this little second button right here is supposed to release the pressure. Okay. It wasn't fucking working. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm sitting there with a goddamn penis pump around my cock, and this goddamn release button wouldn't work. So I kept pushing it up to the, to the, to the higher setting. <laughs> So it's hope, hope it'll turn off, right? And it wouldn't. So I ripped the damn thing off my cock. Oof. Ugh. That hurt? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. So now, when, when I tried it the second time, I learned that um, this button apparently does not work very well. But uh, if I just, just rev it up all the way, it stops. So you so have to go, go one, through two, three, level four, one yeah, through three, yeah. and then you can get to the, the, yeah. the stopping. Tonight's episode has been brought to you by Boston Bushwhacker. Ladies, after three sips... You'll be flicking your bean all night. Boston Bushwhacker. Thank you for listening. All right, I know where we were, but let's 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 roll from there. <laughs> <laughs> is there a main show topic? Yes, there is. All right. There, there is actually a main show topic. Um, so let's talk a little bit about we'll we'll go back and we'll touch on this with, with producer Dale, but I want to talk a little bit about the origins of morality. Damn. Deep, right? That's heavy. Oh. That heavy. Yeah, it's pretty heavy. Yeah, right. it's pretty heavy. heavy. Welcome to episode 100. Deep yeah, episode. you know what? Either you're gonna, either you're gonna have a fun night. You know, listen to three hours. The educated. Nah, it's gonna get weird. No, we're gonna <clears throat> we're gonna be reading some Dostoevsky right here. <laughs> Look at the big brain on Nick. <laughs> didn't, even, didn't even pronounce that correctly. I know. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. No. So I, th- I, if I remember correctly, I think the question <laughs> we posed in episode 10 was, um, what are the origins of morality, and how do people define their morality? What is that? What does that? What, what does morality mean to them? Right? How, if in a society we we have um, uh, different definitions of, of morality, how can we function as a as, as a civilization, or at, as, even as a community? Right? If you or I or or Tomas here has different definitions of morality, um, how can we possibly interact in a, in a civil nature? Right? I feel like uh, isn't that what the that's kind of the point of laws, right? Because <clears throat> we all have different. Uh, what? <laughs> I just Well, okay, okay. How many how many times in your everyday do you think about laws? Well, every day. Of, Sorry, I cut in. Sorry, man. How, Sorry. How, how fast you're driving and yeah. that shit is that where you're going with that? Yeah, kind of. Yeah. But what were we going to say? Sorry. I cut well, you no, off. Well, what I was going to say was uh, the laws are kind of the bottom and top end of what society deems acceptable and in between is where everybody else lives. So, I might not be willing to <clears throat> jaywalk when Someone else walks in front of cars because they don't give a shit. Mm-hmm. If it's not in front of a cop, who gives a shit? Yeah. That guy's a different standard of morality than yeah. I do. So that's where like everybody lives in that area in sure. between laws. And so the, the folks that are beyond that, mm-hmm. they're taken out of society. And okay. the rest of us continue mm-hmm. on here. And so there's nuance <clears throat> in, in, the, in the gray area in the middle that everybody adheres to. But it kind of is in a safe zone 
that for the most part folks can live in in harmony. Okay. If that makes sense. No, it does make sense. It Do make you sense. define your own morality? I mean, you wouldn't consider jaywalking like a, mor- a moral issue, though, right? It's no, just not like really. it, right. It was but just an example. <laughs> understandable. Yeah, well, for here, sure. But a, I'm just curious about like the the moral like compass. Here's here's a scenario. For example, let's say out front in front of Studio CB that there was an accident earlier, right? And there was a uh, a girl just yelling, being like, "Oh my god, my car, my car, my car! Somebody help me!" My, my blah 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 blah. Do you stop to help her and talk to her, or do you just come into Studio TV? Personally, I, I, if somebody asked for help, I would try to help them. But if she was just yelling out into the ether, not directly at you necessarily, but just yelling out into the ether. It doesn't matter. If I hear somebody that's in, in need of something and it yeah. feels genuine to me, I'm going to do what I can to at least investigate. And mm-hmm. if I can't help, find somebody who can by calling the authorities if need be. That is a very Boy Scout answer. I'm, I'm, I'm quite impressed. It is. Because yeah. I probably what, wouldn't. Yeah, okay. See, th- this, is, this is the juxtaposition right here. What yeah. would you do? Okay, wait, wait, wait. That one is a terrible example because I don't feel like any of us, if if somebody was like crying out for help and saying, my car, my car, you, you guys would walk away? Well, if it was my car, my car, probably because I can't help that situation. She has a cell phone, most likely. More mm-hmm. often than not, she's, she can call the people she needs, her, so, her, her friend or boyfriend or the so cops. To me, I'm playing that out of my head as she's exhausted <clears throat> what she feels is a reasonable response to it that doesn't make her seem crazy and is now to the place where she is crazy about it right and so if it's to that place i'm gonna at least investigate and make sure that she's not hurt maybe she's pinned under her car you know what i mean oh so i think a better question is fair um if you hear a couple fighting and they're being loud and boisterous on their front porch what would you do I feel like that, that, that that's where it changes for me which is funny that that makes it more consistent for you because I've seen that before yeah. where I've been in my old neighborhood where I, I've heard a couple fighting and I've called the cops or whatever crime check was whatever you know I don't want to you know crime check <laughs> he's <just> doing ads <laughs> <laughs> what's the number what it had a crime check bullshit <laughs> It's like three one one or something. I don't know. Who cares? It's not I had to go- one. I had to Google it before no, like I called it. Phone I didn't want to call nine one one because I'm like, this is not an emergency. But I just hear a, a gentleman who's my neighbor threatening his girlfriend or well, wife heard, or whoever. You heard threatening, not just yelling back and forth. What if she was? I like, like yelling at him. I like how you define him as a gentleman, but the other person's just just his girlfriend. She, is she not a lady? <laughs> <laughs> no, she's not. She's <laughs> not. Your opinion on the the wage gap? <laughs> right, no straight. regard for ladies. Not at all. No, no, it's no. no she's just no. A, a woman. Lane, right? Lane, Sorry, I should have said a gentleman Lane, and person X. Lane twenty twenty. You know. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Down with 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 the wage gap, or up with the wage exactly. Gap. No, down with it. I think she go lower. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if I'm running that company, I fucked that up. Let's continue. Ah, <laughs> man. So not necessarily uh, uh, the guys like I'm gonna beat your ass or whatever you don't hear it you just hear yelling you hear a masculine yell you hear a feminine yell yeah back and forth sometimes she's louder sometimes he's louder it's not close enough for you to decipher what they're saying yes do you walk away from that or do you just give the do you give the crime check a call and just say hey do, are you the neighbor that gives a noise complaint to a couple that's having an argument that they're both drunk and loud or maybe they're uh, genuinely in danger i'd be honest Where do you make that call to be honest i'm the person that's going to wait and pause like, I'm not going to make any decision in that moment. I'll actually sit there and wait and, and, and listen for what they're arguing about. Or if I hear something like <clears> a threat, right? And if it is, and being sexist, if it's a guy threatening a woman, I'll probably call more often than if it was a woman threatening a guy. 
because oh. I feel like she's more in danger than he is. All right. And that's All my right. sexist brain kicking in. Here's but I'm just saying, like, I, I will wait. I'm not just going to be like, oh, there's somebody arguing. Let me make a phone call. Here, I'm going to wait and hear what's said. Here's a scenario for you. They're arguing back and forth, just like Tomas was saying. But then suddenly you you hear him yelling, and then you hear her yelling even louder, and then you hear a thud and a clap. And then nothing. So like they're stopping the yard. They turn. They turned on Queen. We will rock you. <laughs> oh no! Don't do the claps because they'll make him stop it. No one lives in this basement. If they do, we apologize because that's painful. But punch enough. Don't do that. <laughs> Anyways, if if you hear that and you don't see anything, do you do something? Do you do you call? If or I do hear you a do thunk you and a clap? Okay. Okay. What are you talking about? Like, right. de- describe the actual scenario. Don't just give me it's sounds. Escalating, it's escalating, it's escalating, and then suddenly it's quiet. Anyway, yeah. Out of nowhere. Actually, here. Okay. I w- we will act it out. All right? The two of you? Yes. Oh, I'm really excited for this. All right. Don't stomp. No, no, no. No stomping. No stomping. Joan hates okay. that. Uh, you want to be the guy or you want to be the girl? I want to be the girl. He's okay. so good at that. Yeah. Really? Well, I have a smaller penis than you, so. Oh! That's actually the nicest thing you ever said to me. Thank you. I love you, bro. Thank you, man. All right. Wait, wait, was that the clap I heard? No, no, no. I was just, oh, just, getting, just getting ready. Okay. Wait, are we, are we improving an argument? We're, we're improving an argument, all right? And then Nickel lead, and then, you got to be the girl it's, version. Then it's going to escalate, and then you are going to uh, pseudo knock me out okay. with, with, with like a well, two by four. Spoiler alert. Thanks a lot. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I know what I'm going to do. If I've seen this, I'm going to call. <laughs> You're listening to this. Oh, okay. okay You're listening I'm to close this. Close my eyes. Yes. Fear of the mind. <laughs> Okay. I'm Christian right. now behind yeah. the mic. All right. All right. All right. Yeah. All right. Why the fuck isn't dinner ready? Well, because I was working on day. What you expecting? <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't. Great. You want to try it again? Oh, yeah. But <laughs> <laughs> now that you're ready. We're going to give up that gold. <laughs> Damn it. That was good from shit. The, right, no, the, it's getting bloopers okay, for sure. Hold on, hold on. From the top. From the top. From the okay. top. Okay. Right, right. <clears throat> put myself in there, right? <clears throat> Wait, can I be silly or do I have to be serious? I mean, be silly. Just in, it's somewhere in the middle. It's okay. on Nick to not laugh. Somewhere in the middle. It's true. It's, it's his experiment. You, laugh, you lose. It's yeah. his experiment. You go to jail. Awkward silence enough. Wow. Oh, my God. That was too much. Just to be clear, he had the first line. <laughs> oh, right. My bad. My yeah, bad. you oh, start. Shit. The deadly stare. That got me. Okay. I wouldn't call in that situation. If you guys are going to stare off, fuck you guys. I'm going to go and walk in and go to bed and watch Netflix, maybe. All right, maybe. One, one more time. All right one, do one, your one, thing. One, 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 one. <clears throat> can, one more time. Can he be you, like Tina? You don't laugh. Oh. You don't laugh. Don't be funny. In fact, you know, no, no, no. In fact, I'll tell you what. You turn around. Jesus you turn around, Christ. Man. You turn around and you face the wall and you just listen to us. You just listen to the I'm yeah. obviously going to laugh. Yeah, your you, you your laugh face at... ain't funny. Your voice is. <laughs> you can laugh at the wall. <laughs> You're in timeout. <coughs> okay. I'm going to fake laugh just so you can see my chuckle in my shoulders, and then you're going you're gonna to break. Yeah, it's, it's very domineering. Anyways. All right. <clears throat> From the top. <laughs> it's very funny. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> All right. Why the fuck isn't dinner ready? Well, you tried getting a manicure after you watched three kids all day long, and I didn't do shit at home, but I'm sorry. I just don't feel like cooking. 
tough shit. I was at the factory all day earning money to pay for your fucking manicure. Oh, yeah. You try raising three kids. You get to go to work every day, and I got to stay home with three kids. You know what? It was a pain in the ass to inseminate you for the first place. Look how fucking fat you are. Well, you know what? It was really small, and it didn't give me that much jizz. You, uh, what? <laughs> no. I don't get <laughs> What? All right. All right. You know what? You're an idiot. Why did I marry you? Well, you're an idiot too, and I took you in because that's all I could take. <laughs> I feel I feel like that was another small penis joke. Was that? It definitely small... was. Definitely was. But keep going. This is great. This is great. I love it. It's the best best episode ever. I love this. All right. Keep going. Keep going. All right, bitch, why the fuck don't you have dinner? Just don't satisfy me anymore, and I don't feel like cooking for you. Satisfy? Ow, that hurts. I, ever since the penis pump batteries <laughs> ran out, it's no fun. <laughs> Adios mio. My face. Ouch. You fucking deserve that, you goddamn bitch. You're bringing no. me to tears. I'm going to beat you with the rolling pin now. All right, now you heard it, right? All right, Lane. <laughs> what do you What do you do? <laughs> Lane. Yeah. Lane. Yes. Come back. All right. Come back. Woo. What do you do? Was, what do you do, <laughs> Hot Shot? Guys, Pop I was asshole. I was in a different world. <laughs> you guys took me to a place I've never been before. I appreciate that. Wow. Uh, you ever laugh so hard you get high? <laughs> <laughs> Deals meal. Oh my god. Oh, kudos to you for the whole uh, uh, senorita angle. I was not expecting that the first time around. Well, yeah. wait, wait, How wait, about the fourth time around? <laughs> I still wasn't expecting <laughs> the sixth time around. <laughs> oh my god. So, morally speaking, yes. what do you do in that scenario? You hear all that, you hear the thud, I go down, what do you do? I hear the thud and you go down. Mm hmm. I don't know if you went down. I mean, she threatened you, but I didn't see it because you guys are in the house, right? You're inside. Mm -hmm. Yeah, okay, okay. I mean, eh. You don't do anything? I'm like, I'm a maybe call crime check guy, maybe. We'll see. <clears throat> if it was that funny as it just was, probably not. Because <laughs> it sounds comical. You've all been in arguments with ladies, right? You've all been in arguments where you're going to say stuff you don't mean, right? So would you want someone out there like, you know, <laughs> calling crime <laughs> every time you said something a little bit irrational, Yeah. right? Maybe she said, I'm going to hit you with the, the rolling pin, mm -hmm. and she drops it because she's so <clears throat> upset, and she's so emotional, and that's when she breaks down. And then the, she said that. And the cops come and knock in. Like, come on. That, that, that's, that's too much for her and for them. Why would I do that? Why do I have the right to go and send the cops onto them and, and into their relationship and their family? That's how they deal with things. Maybe no actual, actual violence happens. They talk about it. They get mm -hmm. a bit heated, and then they actually calm down and to have a discussion. Why am I inserting myself into that position? I probably wouldn't <clears throat> in, that, in, that, in that sense. See, that's perfect. Now, we're, we're, we're getting down to, the, uh, to, to what your, your moral compass is. So why is that? Why don't you want to get involved? Why is it Tomas over here would likely get involved? You'd likely call, call crime check in that scenario, wouldn't you? 
Uh, yeah, <clears throat> if if I recognize that mm-hmm. much going on, probably. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Aside from the the comical nature of it, right? No, no, no. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, no, yeah, I understand. Yeah, yeah. That was for laughs. Yeah. Uh, it's it's when it's um you just hear the like distant yelling back mm-hmm. and forth. You can tell there's a masculine and a feminine voice, but you don't know who's the aggressor. And you don't really hear anything mm-hmm. come from it other than yelling back and forth. In most of those cases, I just go, yeah, I'm just living in a shitty neighborhood. Oh, go back <laughs> inside. Right. <clears throat> All right. I mean, that's fair. But I, f- I feel like, see, I'm not surprised by this. I knew he'd be the, the, the tried and true, you know, Superman, Captain America sort of, like, morality. But you, I, I just knew. I just had this feeling. You'd be like, yeah. eh. Yeah. It's a, it was it, it'd be like on our Chicago trip, right? You're you're I'm passed out in the room. You're trying to bring the pizza to, to the room. You're walking by a room and you hear like some uh, some couple arguing, right? And then you hear some crashing. I then, feel like <laughs> <laughs> Lane just keeps walking for that pizza. <laughs> Not for me. It is the Chicago Hilton, so I, I feel like that would happen there. You could, yeah, yeah, actually, yeah. Uh, but I feel like you would just keep walking regardless of anything. I, I feel like I feel like you wouldn't do anything about that. If it was only stuff I heard, mm-hmm. you're right. I probably would. Okay. Like the the one time I actually did call crime mm-hmm. check or crime police, whatever it was, um, I saw some stuff from my neighbors. Mm-hmm. So like I actually saw like you know the the event happen. Right. You know, as opposed to being turned around with my eyes closed laughing, <laughs> as I just was. As opposed to that, so that that, that gave me a reason to, to give him a call. But again, I I will reiterate like. Have you not said something to your lady that you regret and that you would not want someone, your neighbor, Joan downstairs here and call the cops on you because you made an idle threat? You made a comment. I didn't say a, a threat. You know, you said something and then <clears throat> dropped a thing and now all of a sudden you have police knocking at your door. It's like, that's a, a bit fucked up. What if what if she fell at work earlier or had an incident where she has a bruise now? They're going to inspect her and say, oh, my God, you must have hit her. And she has the option to say yes or no. Who knows, right? I'm just saying, you're inviting an investigation in there when there should not even be one because the couple should handle it themselves. That's kind of where I'm at. Like, if it's if it's their domestic problem, let them have it. I don't know, man. I, I feel like, I feel like it, it, I mean, I get your point, but I also, I also get Tomas's point, too. And I, That's I why think it's a good argument. It is a really good argument. It's a really good argument because it's also very fascinating because you two kind of come from the same place, right? I think so, yeah. Yeah. I mean, in terms of being raised, right? I, I know you were you grew up in Hawaii for for a while, but you guys went to high school together, right? For for the for the most part, yeah, pretty much same socioeconomics. Yeah, yeah. exactly. A very similar exactly. upbringing. Yeah. So why why is there a divergence there? That's interesting because you're both white dudes. Yeah, we in are. A, in a well, round, look, round? maybe you should bleep that. You know, you did say we're white. It's pressure pressure with that. <clears throat> Caucasian men. Okay, there you go. There you go. Yeah, Caucasian men from. Uh, <laughs> have you gotten to that episode, by the way? Uh, where, where, where I'm bleeping out like like he's like, I can't even say I'm a white man in, uh, in America You don't know anymore. it was white man, but it's bleeped. Yeah. I can't remember. I, it was probably more recent. I, I kept telling Nick, as a I white, so. as a white so. middle class male, he's like, you can't say that. I'm like, what the fuck? I can't say that. I am. <laughs> so. Did you really say he can't say that? Yes. Yeah, and he bleeped it. And then I bleeped it. I bleeped probably it. funnier I'm than not, if I'm, I actually said I'm it. Not, but, I'm not bleeping this. Well, so, yeah. Whatever. But, uh. <laughs> As, as, as guys who come from, uh, you know, uh, Caucasian families who were lower income, both of us were, and we've kind of um, pulled our straps up, you know, pulled ourselves up or anything, but we're, we're not lower income anymore. We're probably right in the middle, maybe lower middle area. Sure. Yeah, we have some rings. He's got a bit, uh, a, a bit of a different compass than I do. And I, I do find that very interesting. It is fascinating. It you is know fascinating. What I mean? Because your, your, your personalities are also fundamentally different. Yeah. 
kids. No kids. Right. Right? And in in and of itself, that might not seem like anything, but it, it produces different outlooks on life. Oh, that's for damn sure. Yeah, exactly. Do you think your kids shaped your your opinion on this argument? Like, do you think having that protective instinct would have changed you versus me never having that and not needing it? Hmm. In a grown-up man versus grown-up woman situation, I don't think so. But it does make me more sensitive to how parents treat their kids, if that Makes sense. Carries any weight. Yeah. I, yeah, I pretty much don't treat my kids as adults in my mind. So <clears> when I see an adult situation, I they are just kind of blocked out from it. But, yeah, when I see the way kids are treated or uh, interact with certain adults, even if they're not, like, treated badly, but they are taught something that I wouldn't teach my kid, I pick up on those cues and, you know, I don't ever, like try to interfere or anything but i just have those mental thoughts where i'm like oh i would do this differently or oh gotcha oh, that's a good point i should think about that so yeah it goes both ways you yeah. something, here's something very interesting yeah um moral compass and all sure especially with tomas on here yeah um he he said something and i don't even know if he, he probably didn't realize this mm-hmm. it was years ago when we first met mm-hmm. and it was a, a simple phrase that everyone should know and, and, and understand yeah but he said it in a way that stuck with me that yeah. I believe guided my moral compass into my adulthood as yeah. we were kids, right? Mm-hmm. And all it was, it was, I wish there was a joke here, but it's very earnest. <laughs> I wish it was something funny. It's actually very, it's yeah. very honest. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, it was, it was, I, I don't remember why we were talking about it, dude, but it was something about, um, um, uh, uh, basically it was, it was a guy getting aggressive with a woman or vice versa. And you had the opinion that uh, a guy should never hit a woman ever. Uh, we've actually talked about this on the show. Before. Have we already? Yeah, <sighs> years, years ago. Yeah. At this point. Maybe yeah. years ago. But, but that part, it up. if we're talking moral compass wise, that is something that stuck with me and actually guided me oh, into adulthood to say like, <clears throat> you know what? Of that. I've yeah. heard, I've, I've heard other takes where it's yeah. like, oh, there's here's a situation where it's it's comparable, right? Mm-hmm. Where the guy will say, or sorry, the girl will come out the guy with the, with the uh, rolling pin, mm-hmm. and then he has the, you know, gall to like hit her. He mm-hmm. should because right? she's threatening him. <clears throat> Yeah. And from that moment when we met and had that conversation, mm-hmm. I'm like, no, that's just wrong. You just don't do that. You just don't do that as as a man. Sure. So that's, I mean, honestly, that's that's a big guide of my moral compass. Like that, that is a big part of my life that I, I would bestow upon anybody else. Mm-hmm. Get from this motherfucker right here. Yeah. I was, yeah. Uh, this senorita. Kid. Sorry. <laughs> so this guy taught you that you should never hit women. Yeah. Is is, is that what that whole thing was? Essentially. <clears throat> Essentially, so to, to, to not play the to not play the role where it could possibly be okay <clears throat> to just to just flat out say there here's the line. Yeah, it's in today's world. I would say there's a gray line everywhere, right? Well, yeah, right, what's right. too much? What's too little? What can we do? How can we split these hairs here? Mm-hmm. They drew a line for me, and I've stuck by it because I think it's and I, I still believe it today as as yeah. a fully grown adult with his guidance. Sure, um, <laughs> I believe that it's a real thing. Like, just don't do it. Like, but you haven't been faced with a scenario where you might have to. To save you or your I can't. Life. I can't say save. No, you're right. You're right. Save a life from somebody else coming at you. But I believe in the context. We weren't talking about a, uh, a rogue Wonder Woman here who's going to come kill us. We were talking about in a relationship setting. In my mind. Maybe you were talking about rogue Wonder Woman. I don't know. Well, I thought we were just talking about period. <laughs> like, would you ever? Ever in life. Yeah. And so generally, absolutely, there's no reason <clears throat> like, to... More often than not, I wouldn't. Yeah, oh, I totally agree yeah, with that. You know, like, I yeah. totally agree with that. 96% of the time, I wouldn't. I'd say it's 99.9% of the time. Oh, this guy. I was showing me up here. Not, not really ever a reason to, unless I see my wife being attacked by another woman and her life's in danger. I'm going to fuck that other woman up. That's impressive. 
See you that? Wouldn't? Is that kind of is that kind of conviction? That? No. <laughs> now we're bringing knives into the situation. All right. Now we're bringing. there's knives all of a sudden. I thought it was just cat fights. That much? I'll fucking protect Ronnie. He actually he would he would this guy would in a heartbeat. And I I've told her for I have this I I don't know her well enough to to judge this, but I I. We think it's the same. I feel like if she saw you getting attacked, she would pause and just think about what she was going to do bef- and just kind of let it happen a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> she might think I earned a little bit of it, you know? Yeah, no, just, just a little yeah. bit. Like, like, like well, she, would, she would intervene. <laughs> yeah, she, she would intervene, but she'd be like... Is it black hmm. guy or white guy? That depends. Black guy. Oh, yeah. She's going to wait a little bit. <laughs> see if that shirt gets peeled off, you know what I mean? Yeah. She doesn't see what that guy's packing. She knows what I'm packing. It ain't much. <laughs> Six-pack wise. <laughs> I've I, I've had the thought I've never been in the situation because <laughs> the extra lube or did it come for come I don't know what? I'm just saying in, in the situation I I've, there? I've never been in the situation yeah, where you know the wife's life is at risk right yeah, but I, yeah. but she's got a mouth on her and I've, she does she'll, she'll talk shit to anybody so I'm like all right cool like I'll get my ass kicked I've never thrown a punch into any person in my life I'll try. But I'll probably get my ass kicked. And I would for her, but I can't say, like, right. this guy could come out and be like, I'll defend her. I'm going to do this and that. And I can't say that earnestly because I be- I'd try, I but, God, I don't know if I see, could. Bro, all I would do is try. I, yeah, but, I, but the way you say it is different. Yeah. I believe it when you say it. If I say it, I'm like, <laughs> yeah, he might. He also might run away. <laughs> oh, fair enough. Let me tell you something. So we years and years and years ago, I, I don't remember how long ago this was, yeah, seven or eight years ago, we were at the, we were at the depot. We're, we, me and him are both working there. I'm sitting, I'm walking out from the lot, right up to the cash registers. There was an altercation between the between the cashier and one of the customers, right? And it was getting kind of heated, right? And off to the distance, down at the end of the lumber, comes around a corner, uh, a supervisor and Lane, right? And they're walking down like they're fucking like uh, you know uh, Sonny and Crockett, right? <laughs> And the the, uh, the supervisor is in front, Lane's in back, and he's looking like a tough fucking guy, right? And uh, the cashier was just like, you see those two down there? They're going to kick your ass if you don't get the fuck out of here. It's Christina. Nice. Yeah. Yes, of course it was. <laughs> yeah. Love that girl. Yeah. <laughs> and you know what? I shit you not, for that brief moment, I thought, you know what? Lane does look like a tough guy. Oh, nice. Yeah. But then he got, you got closer and closer and closer. And what looked <laughs> like... Slowed. What looked like... <laughs> 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 I let the four foot eight manager go in front of me, like you got this, bro. <laughs> it's true, actually. Danny DeVito looking at <laughs> Yeah, seriously. You're the manager. You're insured. I'm not. I work twenty hours a week here. <laughs> you look like you were like a muscular dude, but as you got closer and closer, it was like, oh, you can you can see all those ripples. You can see it. <laughs> the posture sank. Yeah. The gut came out. <laughs> the insecurity poured upon my face. <laughs> yeah, I get that. Yeah, it's for sure. I was told that when I was younger. Yeah, that I looked like a guy I mean, like, in, in the bands. If oh, you don't talk. You look like a tough guy. Apparently, I do, and yeah. I don't get that because yeah. I'm not imposing at all. Very, very soft. People have misconceptions about me all the time. I mean, it's just it's no, just but so they're pretty accurate. <laughs> <laughs> like you're the guy that says you're quote smo- so smart and you're so douchey and you pontificate all the time. Which come on, five <laughs> percent. Nine episodes of proof right here. You know, just yeah. saying. Well, I mean, kinda. Yeah, yeah. I mean, kinda. You know. <laughs> I don't pontificate all the time. Yeah, not all the time. Not all the time. Every like third episode. No. Look back at the old ones. Yeah. We both did. Okay. The, Way those, too much. those old ones, those first few episodes were awful. <sighs> yeah. Awful. Let's let, let's take a moment to talk about the premiere episode and how terrible that episode was. Tomas can't remember. It was five years ago. 
Well, guess what? If you go to educatepodcast.com, you scroll all the way down to the bottom of the page, you'll see it there. Wait, I thought the website went down. Today's episode is brought to you by Nick's Dicks. Hey, Nick, you ever heard of Grinder? I have. So, Grinder is a gay app. Is yeah. <laughs> so, Grinder is an app for gay guys to hook up. It's like Tinder, but it actually works a lot more faster. Um, if you are wondering what actually works faster than Grinder, check it over to Nick's Dicks. You don't say. Nick's Dicks is the one service where you can get a dick on your shoulder in less than 30 minutes. Less than 30 minutes? It's faster than Domino's. Faster than Domino's? Yeah. If, if you do not get your dick on your shoulder in 30 minutes or less, you get the dick in your mouth. For free? For free. Hell yeah. I'm <laughs> signing up for Nick's Dicks. We're, talk, we're, talk, we're talking about the origins of morality. We're talking about where our, where our guiding compasses are and how, like, for example, Lena Tomas from relatively the same areas, from same socio-demographics, socio um, but they have very different, different views on what morality is and what action they, the actions they will take in the face of um, a moral challenge, right? For example, you know, um, we, we did the whole, like, skit where we... You know, Tomas and I were arguing, and uh, Lane had to decide what he, what he was going to do. Apparently, laughing is what he would, what he chose to, and then nothing. Yeah, I, I, I honestly wouldn't have done much. Yeah, leave it up to fate. Yeah, you know what? That's that's your decision. You made that bad line. It, but in Tomas's case, I feel like he would do something. He would at least call crime check. Yeah, yeah, probably. I think yeah. he would. Yeah, I think so. Where does that come from? Any idea of like why? I guess I would say you're more morally centered than I am. Like you, you care for others more than I do. Yeah, well, wow. I don't like seeing... Uh, hey, you think he does? I don't like seeing women get beat. Not interested in... Do you like hearing it? Because <laughs> it was kind of funny when I heard it. <laughs> well, I'll joke about it if she's safe. Because <laughs> it's funny to make jokes, but... Jesus if she's, Christ. If she's genuinely hurt, then I don't want that to happen, so I'm going to make sure that I call the cops or whatever. Maybe that's what swayed me, is that the woman in the story that you guys portrayed was not genuinely hurt. Maybe that's what it was. You know, put a little more effort into it. Maybe I actually would, you know, make I a, a good decision. I slapped her around a few times. Yeah, nah. I was genuinely hurt. No, you yeah. weren't. Yeah. No. Nah. Your Dios yeah. Mio was not nearly as good <laughs> as it should have been. It's because I was unconscious. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? I think, I think that with, this little art, with this little discussion is, is a good, like, opener for the bigger discussion we're going to have throughout the entire 100th, 100th episode. And... Just as a little bit of a kicker, I think that for the 100th episode, as opposed to Tomas just going for this segment and not coming back, I think we should have Tomas back for 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 some of the others. For one oh wait in general, like for one oh two. No, no, for the end of this episode. Oh, gotcha. Like, so, 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 so he'll be the yeah, through line. Yeah, the through line. <laughs> is, is, essentially, you, you were he, you were I here. the loop. Essentially, yeah. Okay. Essentially, essentially, I do that. Yeah, he'll come back to because us. because we'll 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 bring Dale on. We'll bring the others on. But I feel like the others will just have like quick like asides. Yeah, kind of like, kind of like their their thoughts on what morality is, and we'll pose the same sort of like scenario to them. Maybe a little bit different scenario. And we'll, maybe we'll even act it out. You and me. Well, you, you can just play what you guys did because it was, was gold. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's something like that, but but different scenarios as opposed to like people hearing the same scenario twenty different times. I just don't. Uh, okay, I just don't. I, I think it's a lot easier to say you would do something than actually do something. 
Like, I'm, really? yeah. Oh, totally. To, to I think it's really else? easy for you guys to sit here and say, oh, of course, if I saw a woman flagging down or with her car on the side of the road or a man even with a ca- car it. down the road. I haven't actually given my opinion. I didn't say yeah, what Yeah, but I we do. know what you like. Come on. We've heard 99 episodes of this shit. We know where you're at. All right. Where am I at? You're going you're gonna to pull over me the Good Samaritan. You're going to try to look at the car and you're going to call AAA because you have a AAA card. I mean, that's, that's, that's the situation. That's fair. Exactly. Boom. No. I'm just saying it's much easier to say you're going to do it than I think being honest and saying what most of us would do, which is nothing. Because mm-hmm. most of the time people don't do shit. Because either they don't care, they don't want the, the, the trouble, or they, they, they just don't want to be bothered by it. They want to do their own thing. They came home from a hard day of work. They don't want to deal with someone else's bullshit. That's your bullshit. You got yourself in, self into it. So why don't you get yourself out of it? They don't want to deal with it, so they won't. And I think that's 90% of people. No one will say it here, but I think that's where most people are at. Here's the question. Is that really the right thing to do? I'm not saying it's the right thing to do or not, but that's where their moral compass lies. We're not, we're but, 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 you but can't see, define not, the moral compass for everybody else. You can't say here's right or wrong. That's not, that's not your job. That's kind of the whole point, that, one of the points I'm trying to get at. Like, what defines a moral compass? Who's to say that Tomas is right or that you're right or that I'm right? In, in, in regards to what Tomas said earlier, with but the you law. Feel, you, feel like you're, you feel like you're right in your, in your justification, correct? 100%. Right? Yes. Tomas feels like he's right in his justification. Is, mm-hmm. that, is that correct? No. Is, is he okay to, to, to feel correct yeah, in, in that justification? They're, they're overlapping concepts there. Because I, I definitely agree with Lane that most people, most of the time, including me, would hear something if I didn't, if it didn't trigger something in my mind that made me go, oh, there's imminent life in danger here, I would yeah. just go, ah, fuck it. <laughs> it's fine. Who cares? They yeah. got to figure it out. Yeah. So I get that perspective. It's just if I happen to see something that I could help with, if I could do something and it looked like it might help, then I'll do it. And I feel like that's the thing that Nick's trying to drive at is, mm-hmm. is, is what is that that trigger exactly what is it is, is it that word that tone that action whatever it is seen, uh, seen or heard mm-hmm. what is it that makes you go from like complacent to like I gotta act mm-hmm. and, and I have a hard time defining that I do you know what I mean well, I, I, I try to make it I try I to make think, it as transparent as possible no I mean this is this is a great opener for the, for the episode because I feel like this question is really deep for for a lot of folks that, that we bring on. You know, I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure David will have an opinion. I'm sure Coach will. I'm sure Ginny, Ronnie, certainly Dale. They'll all have they'll all have their different perspectives, and it'll be interesting to hear what their different perspectives are because it's a pretty diverse group of people. Right. I think so. Pretty 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 diverse group. We'll, we'll find out this episode if it isn't. <laughs> but it's a bunch <laughs> of yes men like, oh, I would I would step right in and call the cops and all that good stuff. I mean, we'll we'll hear that all shit. All right. That being said, uh, shall we go to a commercial break and, and then we'll go into the next segment after this? Let's do it. Let's, let's do it. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to The Educate. I'm your host, Nick, with my good buddy, Lane. Thank you Special listen. guest, Tomas. We're not going to do the one, two, three app because we're going in, in, into the next segment. But we'll be right back after these messages from... Uh, okay, help, help me out. Who? LVCC. LVCC. This episode has been brought to you by Las Vegas Community College. It's LVCC for all you Golden Knight fans out there. Go to goldenknightfan.com. If you want to check out all the class listings, you can get yourself a degree in fellatiology in, in uh, ass dancery. <laughs> you can even, you can even, even, even get your degree in, uh, I would say, up and down polism. Have you heard of the North and South Pole, Nick? Yes, I have. You heard of that? I have. Do you know how they attract each other, right? I have no idea. Oh, they do. Actually, if, if what, what stripper goes up, she must come down. Oh, mine is blown. You'll so find that out at LVCC.com. I'm going to go sign up right now. 
gentlemen, welcome to The Educator. I'm your host, Nick, with my good buddy, Lane. What's going on, man? Hey, man, how's it going? Way to go. Yeah, it's pretty you good. You crushed right? that, dude. It's still going. It's all right. <laughs> but no, we, we talk throughout it, you see what I mean? Yeah. You get the music going, it's good. It's, yeah. It gets me hyped for the show. I, right? I, I want to hear the tunes. It's been 100 episodes. See, I have not heard the intro song once without like listening back to it. I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to properly cut it so that so that it's uh it actually you know it's not like th- six minutes long right well, well you, you, you play the whole thing if you'd like i mean it's a great song it's still going right now i know but you just needed it <laughs> yes <laughs> you did it no, I, wanna... I mean that's a great way to do it like it's yeah. just gonna cut out by itself anyways so. yeah exactly it is kind exactly. of nice yeah, speaking of which oh yeah special <laughs> guest christian <laughs> it's just some random third voice showing up we just made it's joe it's <laughs> joe <laughs> The problem is we've been sitting here chatting for what two or three hours already. Yeah. Without recording a thing. Yeah. Usually yeah. Record that stuff. We didn't record a thing. We just sat here and chatted for a while, and now it's super late, and we're trying to squeeze in the show. It's fine. It'll work out, all right. Nice. Uh, one of the one of the through lines for the hundredth episode um, is this uh, question of morality, right? Yeah. We talked a little bit about it uh, before the show, but essentially the question is, where does morality come from? Um, what is your morality? How do you, how do you apply your morality to your your everyday life, and do you live by it? Right? Is this, and, and that begs the question of if um, if you're even aware of what your morality, your moral compass is. Right? So uh, oftentimes people have a misperception or or an idealized morality that they, they don't necessarily morality. yeah exactly yeah, that yeah. they don't necessarily live up to. So I mean, where do you think morality comes from? What's your morality, and and do you ever do you honestly apply it to your everyday life? Um, that's a good one. <laughs> it's a good, <laughs> Jesus, it's it's a good. This is gonna get deep. The one hundredth goes yeah, deep. No kidding. I like it. Uh, I mean, yeah, I think morality is kind of a learned thing. You yeah. Know, whether that's uh, you know, from community, <coughs> from mm-hmm. religion, whatever it is, it's something that you, you mentioned learn. earlier that you uh, spent what twelve years in Catholic school. Yeah. 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 You think that that influenced your morality? Hundred percent. Yeah. Totally. Yeah, I mean, and even like even now, like I consider myself, you know, atheist or agnostic atheist or whatever, you know. I yeah, like, yeah. There's nothing I believe in as far as religion goes, mm-hmm. but still, like the values that you're taught through religion mm-hmm. are something that you know you, that I value. You know, sure. Anyways. Yeah, of course. Um, you know, like doing doing good unto other mm-hmm. unto others, or actually, we were talking about it in the car earlier. Uh, the, yeah. The golden rule, you know, mm-hmm. uh, do unto others that you would want done unto you. Yeah. You know, and so for like with that. That's something I try to live my life by. Mm-hmm. I said try. No, no, no. It's something that you're never going to perfect. You have. It's something you're going to be practicing every day for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, I mean, you know, like, uh, I know how I would want to be treated. Yeah. And so I just, you, you know, I, I want that to be reciprocated to me. Mm-hmm. So, I'll, you know, for me, I'm going to be, you know, just trying to be the, in my mind, being the best person I can possibly be. Okay. You know, whether that's, you know, everything from, you know, being polite to... You know, offering someone some help. Okay. <clears throat> so, should we pose the scenario that we posed the last uh, well, last few guests? It, yes. Yes. <laughs> go. Go. Go there. Go should on. we? Yes. Of okay. course. All right. All right. So, um, this is a scenario that that, that we posed um, to the last couple of guests on on mm-hmm. on this particular show, right? And we'll probably be part of. <clears throat> or, sorry, on this particular episode, I, sh- I, I should say. Um, say. It's all one day. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah, theater of the mind. It's all one day. <laughs> It's a clip show. Let's, let's no, it. no, no! Don't don't say that. It's a special one hundred one hundred one hundred special. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a double special. Stupid. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So um, in Seattle, you uh, you live in a condo, right? Yeah. 
Yeah, okay. Nice. Personalize <laughs> it. I like that. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> take a drink. Take a swig there. <laughs> I don't own it. I'm just renting. Yeah. Because <clears throat> the price is crazy. Sorry, that's a whole different topic. Yeah. That, yeah, it's, it's ridiculous, but... We'll, we'll save that tangent for later. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, after the morality conversation, let's talk about the housing in Seattle. That's going to really good to guess, uh, listeners. Yeah, for sure. Anyway, so he's but, in a condo. Uh, so you're, you're uh, one night you're 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 there you're there with Maria, and you hear some noise coming coming from your neighbors, right? It's kind of this loud back and forth, kind of like yelling, right? You've heard you've heard it before in uh, you know in the last several weeks, right? Mm-hmm. Imagine these folks have just just moved in, right? And suddenly the yelling gets louder and louder. Uh, the man the man's voice starts getting more uh, aggressive. The woman's voice starts uh, starts starts getting more aggressive. You start to hear things kind of smashing around. There's a long pause, but then it comes up again. Um, my general question to you is. What do you do in that scenario? Do you ignore it? Do you just go about your day? Do you call it into the police? What's what's your general? And then those aren't cho- necessarily choices, but just to give you an idea of like what some people might do. I mean, I guess it <coughs> would kind of depend, you know. Like, I mean, I would say it, it would depend on um, you know exactly how aggressive things are getting. If they're like literally screaming at the top of their lungs. And yeah. And yeah, I mean, to the point where they're gonna blow their vocal cords out. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's something where I actually might call the cops because that. Okay. You know that that's not something that you would hear every day. Sure. And I know that by calling the cops, yeah. that's something where they're gonna show up. You know, they're they're gonna get my take on it. They're probably gonna get a few other mm-hmm. neighbors' takes as well. Sure. And they're gonna separate the two. Okay. You know, that's like I, I'm thinking like that when I. In You're that, thinking like a sound engineer. Are they peaking or not? If they're peaking, okay, then okay. we're con- – All right. These neighbors, <laughs> the neighbors are redlining my fucking exactly. meter. Exactly. <laughs> it's peaking on the board. I don't know if yeah, this exactly. is good. I'm not sure who, who it was. I might have to call the cops on that. Like, <laughs> but, uh, but no, like it's, you know, it's one of those things where, you know, like that it, – it's the sound of it just, you know, if, if the potential for violence is there. Yeah. Like and regardless of who it is that's gonna be that could potentially cause the violence, it doesn't yeah. matter. Like I'd rather call the cops and be wrong. That's interesting. Okay. Than just to sit by and let it happen. Okay. You know. Interesting. Cause that, cool. You know, because I mean, at least for me, like, you know, if I end, up, I know myself well enough that if I ever end up in that sort of scenario, yeah, and I sat back and did nothing, mm-hmm. you know, the guilt of of the I of the, just the thought that I could have done something to you know prevent that to prevent that from happening yeah you know like that eat at you it would eat at me like even like especially if like something in that you know in that in that sort of case where like let's say the guy you know they got in such a heated argument and the guy started beating the girl right right? yeah yeah like and and, you know like say a week later like i do nothing right Mm -hmm. a week later i see her walking down the hallway and she's bruised up yeah you know that would eat away at me like a simple phone call to the cops to say hey this is sounding violent. I'm not sure what's going on. Okay. You know, for like for some sort of intervention like that. Okay. Like, I don't know. Like that. That's that makes the most sense to me to to okay. do in that, in that sort of scenario. So yeah. does can I do mind if I interject real quick? Yeah, go for it. Yeah. This uh, gentleman we're talking to, okay, yeah. officer, he's got a uh, martial arts background. Yeah. Would you feel the need to go and insert yourself into their situation to kind of min- you know <laughs> mitigate that? Because myself. I can't fight. I've never been in a fight before, but you've been in that actual like <clears throat> controlled, you know, um, aggression. 
Yeah. And you have that skill to do certain <laughs> things. Would you would you I'm want sorry. to be there? I don't mean to chime in. I would, as soon as you said that, I was picturing this Walker, Texas Rangers scenario where you just kick in the <laughs> door. <laughs> kind of, though, right? He could. The thing is, please, please, if, if this scenario ever actually happens, please tell me you'll do that. And then take a good picture of the door and send well, it to us so we can talk about it on the show. You've been to studio, uh, what, 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 what do you call it? B2. B2. Uh, those doors are intense. So if he can kick the one of those in, that's impressive as shit. Beyond that, regardless, he's only the person. I think the only person we've talked about this that actually has like um, a fighting background. Yeah. Like most people that we talk to are guys like you and I, mature guys that have never been in a fight mm-hmm. that think we're um, can do, can do, could do. But the thing I've is, I've been in a fight, huh? I've been in a fight. Yeah, and you lost. I know. <laughs> the thing is, I feel like most of us want to do more. But like I actually won, we, but I helped. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> what was her name? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I feel it's, like it's not worth it. It's not worth it. Just keep going. I feel like save you, it for the two hundredth. You, you could actually do something to you know, as far as like just even your background. Like I have zero background in fighting, but I would want to think I could do something. But you actually could do a thing. You know what I mean? Is that is that making sense? Am I tracking here? Yeah, and that's, I mean... Would, would that ever kick in as far as, like, going in and being the protector versus, I would call, in some situations, but maybe you could actually insert yourself. Would you ever want to do that? And it's it's actually something I have done before, sort of. Um, you know, where, like, there were certain scenarios that when I was over in Seattle, um, you know, out partying with my friends, and, like, we would see something really suspicious or really, like, you know, like, you just kind of get that gut feeling, like... That's that not seems, right. Yeah, that that seems weird. Yeah. You know, let's go back and follow them to see exactly what happens. Gotcha. You know, and and we did. And and luckily nothing did happen. And for that, like for this particular scenario, it's it's kind of hard because even though I do have that background, mm-hmm. I don't want to exacerbate the situation. Gotcha. You know, I I don't want to get involved and, you know, say Say I go to the door and knock on the door, and I'm like, hey, you guys are being really loud. Is everything okay? If that guy is still furious and pissed off and, and is looking for a fight, he just found it. Mm-hmm. You know? Right. Or or if the girl's extremely pissed off, she just found it. Right. You know? You um, can't hit her. I mean, I, I don't want to get in a fight in general. Right. You know, that that's the last thing I want to do. Um, gotcha. And so, yeah. And so, in this case, like, I mean, if, if things were really starting to get worse... Um, then yeah, I, I might, I might interject, but the first thing I'm going to do is like, like I said, I'm going to call the cops and tell them exactly, Hey, this, this is sounding bad. Okay. I think you might, you, you should send okay. someone over. All right. Interesting. Yeah. It's like what, what, like the way I see it is what's going to de- diffuse that situation the quickest. Yeah. As somebody with your background, I, I, I would think there'd be more of a prevalence to insert yourself because you can mediate, but you can also take care of yourself. You know what I mean? Sure, yeah. We're like, <coughs> we can't. <laughs> I, d- I also think with, correct me if I'm wrong, but with that training comes a bit of um, training in, in, in control. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> Sorry. I, I cough. <laughs> you cough or you're laughing? It's a cough. Okay. Uh, but with with that with that training co- comes a certain modicum of, of control. And so you're, it's not like you're trained to go out there and, and, you know, hurt people. You're trained to control yourself, right? Right. Well, I mean, it's the idea of like, you know, I'm trained in self-defense. Yeah, so exactly. Like I'm, I'm it's a Taekwondo myself. background. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I'm trained in defending myself. So, I mean, and not to say, like, that can actually happen. I mean, he might, you know, 
there's still that potential I might get my ass kicked. <laughs> you know? Right. It's not that you're going to be like, you know, this uh, I mean, the, Jackie Chan. The, yeah, dude, exactly. the dude could also have a shotgun. I mean, you have no idea. It, exactly. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. It, yeah. You know, especially with that or kind gal. of scenario. Yeah. yeah. Especially in that kind of scenario, there's like, there's just so many variables that, you know, is it going to be worth, like, is it going to be worth it to put yourself in that danger? Or is it just going to be better to, you know, let someone who's actually trained for that kind of scenario, a, you know, the police, police, exactly. For sure. To let them deal with it. Yeah. You know, so it, 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 you just kind of have to weigh out the the different options, and, you know, as those things as those things come up. Yeah. Do you trust the police to handle that situation properly? Yeah. In your area? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I I had a couple experiences with our local PD, and I just I wasn't very impressed. Yeah. With their response, granted, I wasn't there. I wasn't calling <coughs> them on like my personal thing. Yeah. However, with what I got, but I felt like I got a bunch of eyewash. I felt like. When I wanted to call the cops and, and complain about somebody else who I thought was in actual danger, that I got a bunch of like, oh, yeah, we'll get to it. We'll send car 98 eventually. Yeah. Did they ever come? I don't know. It probably resolved itself before the cops ever got there. Right. So I'm thinking like, as a citizen, it's worthless. So why would I even trouble myself to dial the goddamn 411 number? What's it going to do? Is it really gonna change anything? Is it gonna help anybody? Right. Or gonna re- 911. I don't know. Well, I called 911, but there's yeah. a crime check number you're supposed to call. It's not emergency. Okay. You're supposed to call something else to be like, "Hey, I see some shit. I'm gonna say some shit because mm-hmm. of George Bush. Sure, sure. Uh, thus, can you come by here? And mm-hmm. they say, "Oh yeah, we'll send a car by." And maybe it comes, maybe it doesn't come. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I've seen I, it's it, it's very 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 limited, but mm-hmm. I, I um in both situations I called 911. And I felt like the response time to it mm-hmm. and uh, the severity of the response was very muted for what I heard. I would expect more, right? Mm-hmm. I would want people to come in and be like, oh, we're going to break this up. We're throwing people in jail. We're going to do a whole thing, an investigation. I don't know if a car ever came. I felt good about myself because I called and I interjected into their life. Mm-hmm. And I felt good about that. But did I help at all? Who knows? Yeah. I have no idea. And I don't know if the, I, I don't know after those two experiences if I trust the police to do their jobs that I would want them to do. Maybe it's not in their description, but I don't necessarily trust the cops to come and do their job that I think they should do because they failed me in my estimation twice. Right. Hmm. So why would I call? Right. I'm in that I'm in that weird quasi place where I'm like, I mean, would I call? Two is barely a sample size, huh? Two is barely a sample. It's a hundred percent of my experience. Yes, but that's that's not indicative of necessarily the entire force. So you're gonna say that I should what? I should I should hope to see more domestic violence that I can call upon and then increase my sample size and then I'll then make a good decision. I'm saying two out of two times they did nothing, so I should just be like, oh, hopefully, yeah, they'll wait, do more. wait till number three, then make a decision. I'm not saying I won't call, but at the same time, it makes me it makes me less um, interested in calling. Okay. I less I have less interest in doing that when there's no re- result to it. Sure. It's probably not fair as far as demographics go and as far as sample sizes go. Yeah. I get that it's, it is a small sample size. Mm-hmm. However, you have one job. Respond to requests. Respond to calls. Mm-hmm. Respond to emergencies. I'm mm-hmm. telling you there's something going on here, and you're going to get to it in eight hours? Great. People can die in two minutes. Mm-hmm. Two seconds. And you have that kind of urgency? Okay, mm-hmm. great. Awesome. I'll put the call as a good Samaritan, but do I think anything's really going to happen or change? No, I really don't. Okay. I don't think they're going to impart any kind of change. I think the the conflict will resolve itself. 
before they even get there. Right. So er ergo, you wouldn't do anything at all? Possibly. I'm leading to that point. Yeah, if I see it more and more, and it now, happens more rem- and more, it's 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 desensitizing mind, me to calling. Be mindful. In. Be mindful because I'm thinking that when once these are all cut up, uh, you're gonna say you're gonna have oh. you're gonna have like three or four different answers. I bet. <laughs> you I, know what I mean? That I think that would be the actual joke of the whole show <laughs> with me contradicting myself and saying so many different things throughout. Because it depends on the night, man. You should just, just have a disclaimer, like, don't worry about Lane. He's going to flip-flop a lot. Yeah. He's just, just drunk. It just, <laughs> I'm drunk. Call me John Kerry, all right? I'm going to go all over the place. We'll do it, all right? It's an old reference. We got it. Yeah, I, I agree. I, yeah, I think yeah. that'll be – it could be interesting or, or, or annoying. I don't mm-hmm. know. But, mm-hmm. you know? Okay. Should we talk about the other uh, through line? I think uh, – can we? I mean, we can. We just well, can't. Wait. We, we just can't do. Is the there big more reveal. morality that you want to get on there, touch on it all? I mean, like in general, right? Like the whole point of the the, the thrilling is where does it come from? And we get kind of a sense of where yours comes from. Yeah, yeah. It's a bit of your training. I I, I assume some of that morality comes in the martial arts. However, it's also a bit of the Catholicism that you don't really identify with, but it's still carried through with you. Yeah. If there's no, you know, uh, lack of a god, you still have a bit of a, a moral compass. Sure. Yeah. From that area, right? Well, yeah, it's from that, and also I think you know, too. It's like you know, as, as you grow, and and I think just a lot of it, just again, is just going to be experience. Um, a good example is like when you experience someone die, right? Okay. Like, you know that that's a shitty, shitty feeling. Right. You you, you know that's horrible. Mm-hmm. And so when you start translating that into like, oh, you know, this like good example is that that scenario you gave me, right? Like, there's a couple upstairs that's fighting. Um, things are getting loud, things are crashing, things are breaking, that it's escalating really quick to, you know, where you start to think someone might get hurt. If I do nothing, you know, what, like, and, and it might just be me being a little paranoid too, which, I mean, I'll, I'll admit that I am. Right. Uh, but, you know, if, if there's that potential that someone could get hurt or even die, and it could have been stopped by me, you know, making one simple phone call or, or interjecting in some way, and if I don't, that's going to eat away at me. You'd feel that. Oh yeah, 100%. Yeah. Like it, and it's, you know, the that's that's, that's actually I think awesome. I think that's that good. statement yeah. right that's there. That's good. No, I mean, yeah, that's that's excellent, but that statement right there I think is a is powerful. And I'm I'm glad I'm glad yeah. you sh- I'm glad you shared it on 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 this episode because it's there's but there's this foundation. We all want to be good. We all wa- that's exactly it. Right? We all want to be good, and we're trying to figure out how to be good. And that plan is our morality, right? You know yeah, what? Yeah. You know so, what bothers I mean, I, me I about think, that? Yeah. You know what bothers me about the whole question? What is what when we when we're talking about it, and probably why I'm flip flopping, and you will experience as a listener, uh, me go through all these different like scenarios, right? Because each person's different, and we'll see that. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll react differently to what you say versus Dot and David and all them guys, right? What what I'm thinking about now is, would the after effect bother me? Like you mentioned, if you could have done something and then you saw the result of what you had heard earlier, right? Yeah. That would really bother you and stick with you, right? Let's say that person died because of that domestic violence. It would really stick with you. Yeah. And I'm actually wrestling with the fact, would it bother me? And that scares me to say, do I care? That freaks me out. Like that, it's it's an eye-opening thing to be like, does that really bother me? 
it, it right like that's part of the question that's that I think Nick posed in in a good way because I think it should get down to that base part of it. Mm-hmm. And it's like, how how good am I? Like, of course, I would love to be out here and say all the great things, but yeah. as an honest person, would I really care? It's kind of frightening to, to, to tangle with. Not really. You, I don't think questioning yourself like that is something it, scary. It scares me. And it's, it scares me. Okay, maybe in my own mind. I'll feel it, but to do it on the show or to talk about it freaks me out. Well, I mean, it's to question it because why would I care? It, shouldn't it be frightening though? I I, on a, I honestly think it should be terrifying to to honestly question yourself because there's the because <laughs> I'll tell you it's scary as shit. Yeah. I don't like doing it, but it happens on the show often. Yeah, because often a lot of a lot of I think you'll find that a, a lot of people, at least a lot of people that, that that I've encountered, have a disconnection between their true self and what they think that they are. And once you start asking those real questions, who am I? What would I do in, 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 in this scenario? What do I really want from life? Those kind of things. Mm-hmm. And, you, and you really start to dig deep. It's terrifying because we're so – our culture is so used to creating barriers and so, so, so used to um, fabricating lies and fantasies. And, that, and oftentimes people just get swept up in it. And and they and and they lose sight of reality and and they lose sight of uh, of themselves. You say that that you spent twelve years in um in in Catholic school. Yeah. I'd hazard to bet that you probably didn't watch too much television when 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 you were a kid, right? Oh no, I, I I'm pretty sure I watched a shit ton of TV. Did you watch like, a shit ton uh, yeah. of TV? Okay, I mean fair it, enough. Yeah, like, fair like, enough, right? Um, there are some folks out there that don't. There's some <coughs> folks that that that, that are strictly isolated especially those those that end up end up, go, end up going to more religious schools mm-hmm. and so they uh, I, I don't know do, 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 do you kind of get where i'm what i'm trying to get at the here thing why i believe that christian is a good um topic or yeah. a, a person to ask this question to is because he's someone who's been through the gamut right like yeah, so yeah. he he was he was brought up in the church yeah um, and it was it was drilled into you. Sure, here's your morality. It's Bible, right? Yeah. And he has since in the past ten years mm-hmm. left that mentally, spiritually, physically. He's 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 not there. Like he'll come to church with us, mm-hmm. and he'll go and he'll do the, all the he'll go with the motions. He'll do the thing, you know, because it makes mom happy. Exactly. Yeah. Like, makes your I, mom happy. Like you know, she likes that you go to church, and she wants you to go on Christmas Eve. You come at Christmas. Mm-hmm. We're going to church. He'll do it. Aren't you he'll, Lutheran? Huh? Aren't you Lutheran? Yeah, we're close enough. I mean, yeah, I, like I'm right there wrong. Like, it's it's still it's, it's less than Kevin Bacon. All right, it's, it's less than Kevin Bacon away. Regardless, he'll do the things, but he doesn't really feel it. Like he's not believing it. Like I know when you're at church, you're not feeling it. You're just doing it for for mom. Yeah, exactly. Right. I'm just, go, I'm just going through the motions. Which is a good thing. It's a good deed, but it's also really untrue. It's really it, it's really um not unjust. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for, guys? It's a uh, He's, it's it's like he's lying, but he's not lying. Disingenuous. About, yes, yeah. yes, yeah. There it is. Yeah, yeah, he's he's being ingenuous about it, right? But I, but I see that. I see what he does for his mom, as mm-hmm. a good act. But he's really put on a front, kind of not. You know, I mean, you know, does, does that make sense? Like where I'm getting at. Are you feeling this? I, I think mean, so. I, I experienced so. that in a way that's like. It's almost like me going to Catholic mass, right? Like yeah. we're close enough, but like not there. Like he's there doing it for a good deed. Yeah. But there's no altruism behind it in a sense, you know? Yeah. 
Well, the, but the thing is why I think Christian's a good study for this because he has two, I think, moral compasses as far as you would assume a person have, right? The religion's well, there. The religion comes from the parents, right? We get those compasses maybe, from those may, people. Maybe, However, he maybe, also has... Maybe, maybe two tracks that inform his, yeah. his, his, his compass. Well, he has, yeah. yeah. He's got the parents and the religion that are there, but yeah, he also yeah. has the martial arts, which is a different type of uh, moral compass where he said he wants to... You know, he's not looking for a fight, right? He's He knows he can hurt people. Yeah. Like, he knows he could kill both of us, probably. That's fair. But he doesn't want to, maybe, right? He's not looking for fights kind of thing. Yeah. I think both those things are a part of your moral compass. I'm and, and I'm projecting onto you. Mm. However, you've evolved or you've changed in the past 10 years being on your own, be doing your own thing. And it's actually switched quite a bit. Like, you mean, I mean, as far as... Where that changes between what does a religion provide you versus what does your own, you know, wh- where that line is between, not even religion, but where like you know your upbringing changed and and your own personal like thoughts kicked in, right? There 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 is a bit of melding. However, you maybe you disassociate with religion or not. I don't know. I think it's why it's interesting with him. Okay, I think you'd think you're a very interesting case in this situation. I don't know if you feel that either. Or I mean, you be with your experience. You you were there. What do you think? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's it, it, and just like with everybody else, right? Like your the experiences that you have throughout life, things that you're taught, things that you're shown, things that you go through. It's going to shape, you know, who you are as a person. Right. It's going to shape your moral moral compass. You know, and I think for me, yeah, I mean, religion did play a big part. Even though I'm not, you know, religious anymore, there's still those core values that are there. Right. That and I mean those are values that you see pretty much you know everywhere in, in our society right you know whether it's <clears throat> I mean unless you got like some shit bags for parents like I <laughs> like, no I li- like I literally saw this up in uh, uh, what was it uh, like North Seattle uh, we were at uh, Fred Meyer with Maria's mom and we're looking at like some sodas like her mom wanted to get certain like some like raspberry Coke or some shit we're trying to find that sure sure all of yeah. a sudden we see some guy with this little kid. Just literally bashing every single Seattleite to his like four year old son, saying, "Everybody here is a fucking piece of shit. You don't want to like. I can't wait to send you back to the East Coast where you can grow up like a real man and not be here around ah. around and seriously. I'm gonna. I'm probably gonna get a lot of shit. You guys make might get a lot of shit for saying this, but yeah. I'm. I'm and I'm. I'm just David quoting. So, so I'm fine. quoting. <laughs> <laughs> But I, I'm. I just want to say this because I'm yeah. quoting quoting this person. Yeah. I'm gonna send you back. I can't wait to send you back to the East Coast yeah. so you can grow up and be a real man and not around these faggots. Oh. Wow. Shit. No way. And it was just like this guy was talking to his four year old son. Jesus. <sighs> you know. God, that's rough. Yeah. That's rough. And like, honestly, that like that, even that right there still eats at me a little bit. Because I wanted to give that guy a piece of my mind, like how dare you? But you, you? didn't, right? No, like, I didn't. You, you let I, it go. I, I kept my mouth shut yeah. because you know the other the other part of me is you know that's not my business. Ugh. You know I'm not like I, I'm the not fact th- the fact that you're that you're even having like a moral dilemma over over something like that is kind of amazing. A lot of people would not. I don't think this guy would. I honestly don't. It's a fair point. It's it's probably true. I mean, wouldn't it, it wouldn't sit with me as it has with you, to be honest. I mean, honestly, like I, the first thing I want to do is I want to punch that guy. Like that was, that was the first thought that came. I mean, my head. even that reaction is is 
kind of amazing. The thing is, and 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 to bring it back, not no, sorry to bring it back, but he can. He's done it. I've wanted to punch folks, but I know in my head that I can't punch people because I've never done it before in my life. But you have the skills to do that. Like you have the training to do that kind of thing. Yeah, and you still don't. You know, like you didn't, you didn't just whip it out and you know hit him with it. But there's a there, there there's that part where it's like I I I agree like it it might bother me in the moment but I'm like a it's gone man like you know what I mean I I I couldn't recall a time like that like you just did how how long ago how long ago was this maybe about a month ago so pretty recent yeah month. pretty recent I'll say do you think it'll stay with you for ago. a while wow. I mean it's kind of in the same boat as you right like it's something where you know since we're talking about this mm-hmm. like it popped into my head and I'm just like oh yeah shit that that thing fucking bugs me it fucking eats away at me you know but for the most part it's just one of those things where i you know i kind of just forget about it but who are we to insert our moral compass into their life like what makes our morality better than theirs that guy is saying you know to quote him i want you to be away from these people because they're not right why are we better to say that to insert ourselves into by his the, life? Oh, see, see, he by, used a bad by the, word by but... the by the sheer fact that he was yelling it out in public, in the clear view and the clear uh, earshot of of other folks. Mm-hmm. I I I would say I would make the argument that he's trying to impose his views on the people around him. That's his no, but he's so on if, his if kid, he, on his he, child, not on anybody okay, else. His child. That's that's a completely different story, and that's that feels like a CPS. That, that issue. is the same story, actually. But, but we're talking about this situation. Yeah, we're talking about this situation just fine. But I'm talking about him being in in a grocery store, like Fred Meyer, yelling it out in earshot of Christian, Maria, th- Maria's mother, and everybody else. Right. That's him why is it imposing why? his views on his child? No, on the public. No, it's not. He wasn't telling Christian to go do this. He wasn't telling him to go move back to East Coast. Because he didn't get away from all of them uh, slurs. He was telling his kid this. Do you get what I'm trying to say? I see what you're saying, but I'm kind of with Lane on this one. Yeah. Where can we put our... Why are we better than him? Because in this scenario, essentially, yeah, he was loud enough to be heard. Mm -hmm. But it wasn't like he was screaming it across the entire store. So, you know, in hindsight, it's just like, okay, yeah, I was probably eavesdropping a little bit. You know, even though he was loud enough that, you know, me, Maria, her mom, and one of the grocery stores worker that was, like, stocking the shelves heard it. Yeah, it was awkward. It was a weird thing. But at the same time, it's like, you know, that's – he's not having a conversation with me. Mm -hmm. That's a conversation between him and and his – or he and his son. Him and his son? Him. I I, I believe him. Okay. Him and his son. And maybe that's where the, the thing is about moral compass. That's where it lies, right? I mean, you, we get that from our parents. So he's imparting something to his son based on his moral compass. It's not, is it, is it for us to judge? Mm-hmm. I think it's wrong. I don't think you should call folks that. You, should, you shouldn't use that slur. Mm-hmm. I think it's, it's bad to say that, right? You shouldn't do that. But yeah. where, where is it my job to jump in and be like, don't, don't talk to your son that way? You kidding me? Well, I think it's, it's kind of be, a faggy move. I Sorry. think it's going to be like a group effort, right? Like, Sorry, especially with that kind of thing Jesus where, dude. you know, it's it's someone's son who's being told this from his dad. You know, I would hope that as this kid goes to school and as he, you know, lives his life, 
he's going to learn the opposite. Right. The other people are going to teach him, hey, you shouldn't think like that. Right. You know, these people aren't, you know, whatever expli- expletive they, he was brought up to be told. Right. Um, they're not that. They're people. You yes. Know? And, and just the idea of, you know, that, I'm going to sound like a hippie here, but, you know, the idea that, like, hey, let's spread the love. You don't hate. You don't have to hate people. There's no reason to hate people. And I, you know, again, I would hope that that's going to be something that he's going to be taught as he grows up. Exactly. You know, because in that five seconds at, at, at Safeway, what can you really impart by 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 putting yourself in, into their life? Exactly. You you can't create that kind of a moment <clears throat> in that in, in in that amount of time. That amount of impact is going to come through a life of experience as well as from the parents. Exactly. And just because we think it's bad to do this thing, does that make does that make it bad? We all collectively agree, right? About like, I mean, you're starting to sound like me. I'm just saying we all yeah. agree to that. But why are we right? We're not. Are, but are you not, sure though? I think I'm pretty right. I mean, you're not. <laughs> I mean, definitely not. <laughs> For sure not. I mean, I, but that's, I think that's everybody. A, we, that's we the gray area of moral compass. Yeah. That's the gray area of the morality. Yeah. Right? Well, I guess we will continue to explore it's, this it's, question <laughs> really. with each it's, person. It's kind of awesome, actually. He picked a really good – you picked a very good – I think we're going to see uh, over the course of the 100th yeah. a bunch of uh, varying opinions yeah. from our guests and from me because <laughs> 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 I flip-flop constantly. I can't help it. You know what I mean? And yeah. I'll – I'll figure out some really cool way to spin that at the end <laughs> to make it uh, legit. Yeah, yeah. But I think it's it's actually a really good through line. It really you is. did a good job with that. You, you Nick chose this one yeah, as a topic we wanted to revisit. Cause we, we hit it in, what, episode 10 or something? Yeah, in episode 10, we made a, like, a random promise. Hey, we'll come back to uh, – because I think episode 10 or it, it was 9 or something on. was called um, or The Origins of Morality yes. Part 1. And then at the end <laughs> of the episode, we said we'll come back to Part 2 in, in the 100th episode. And so this oh, is nice. this okay. is this is what we're doing. Oh really? Yeah. yeah, we did. It's that much tied. Oh wow! Jesus, you know I've said this story like fifty different times, <laughs> and he reacts the same way on the goddamn show. He's like, "Oh really?" <laughs> the, the next time I'll be as excited. That's funny. Um, <laughs> That's awesome, dude. I can't, I can't, I can't wait for people to hear the Tomas like reenactment. Tomas reenactment? Yeah. What happened there? Remember where we're doing like uh, like uh, refried beans and like uh, oh, senorita, don't hit me. Oh, <laughs> I think that's also a pretty cool part of the show where it takes different like turns. Like you present the question so far that I can recall, a mm-hmm. uh, pretty pr- pretty standard. Yeah, but it will evolve based on how we talk, right? You sure. know, we know with your conversation we went a little bit differently with David's and Tomas's. We go with different like scenarios. It depends, right? So the the evolution of how it at, at gets asked is is and and then responded to is pretty interesting. I don't know. I, yeah, I'm interested. I'm definitely. Like, I might actually listen to this one. Yeah. No. Same here. I might like. <laughs> this would be the third one that I listen to. Hey. <laughs> all right. Um, one rando, one for himself, and now this one. Jesus, dude! You don't listen to the show. I used to, and then I would get really mad at myself, and I would hate how I sounded, so I quit doing it because it changed how I would actually be on the show. Mm-hmm. So I stopped. I stopped listening. I had to. I haven't. The I haven't listened in probably twenty episodes. <laughs> it's been no seriously, but I, it's a personal thing. It's all. It's not. It's not about the quality of the show or anything. It's just a personal thing. Like the Church of Dale stuff is is new to me because I never actually heard it on the show. <laughs> That's why I'm really excited about it. 
So we should should we go on to the next through line or just scrap it? What this whole episode here? No, 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 no. The 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 other story. Yeah. Should we do it or should we scrap it? No, we're gonna do it. Yeah. You just gotta. So you have to bring it. You didn't bring it, but you gotta <clears throat> bring it. Visually. I mean, like with your mouth. <laughs> so I actually just thought of a story that happened. Um, which, if you guys want, I can tell it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, please do. I'm into it. It's kind of like it, it kind of like kind of plays in this whole. Like, okay. You know, okay. Um, what would you do in this scenario with this? You know. Uh, so I remember uh, dropping her off at work one day, and lately what I've been doing is I've been taking Cheyenne with us, and so you know when Marie goes to work, it's spring. Cheyenne's a dog. <coughs> yeah. My, Sounds like my, a good my one. fur fur baby. My there it is. Um, <coughs> excuse me. No worries. Um, so anyways, so she'll go to work and I'll walk Cheyenne. Mm-hmm. You know, walk her for a couple blocks around where the pizza shop is. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So like from yeah. there over over to the next block, and then back around and. Gotcha. Th- that'll be like our morning. You drop her off, and then you walk from where she works at. Yeah, exactly. Gotcha. Just do like a full two block yeah, circle yeah. around. Okay, okay, okay. Um, and so, anyways, so there's one day where you know, hit the second block, was on our way back, and you know, Cheyenne was doing her business. It got messy. She she had an upset stomach. She just shat all over her tree, basically. Nice. And so I was just like, okay, I I can't clean this up, so I'm just gonna walk away <laughs> and hope that the rain will wash it off. <laughs> and so we in uh, Seattle. And I, I'm, I, I'm kind of lucky that I, I took this route. So, um, the next block over, I walk back up to the alley and I start going down the alley on, on that same block where Maria's work is. Yeah. yeah. And so we're walking along and there's a Wells Fargo on the left. Cheyenne starts sniffing around. I was like, Hey, what are you doing? Let's, let's keep going. She does her business. I look over and maybe a foot away, there's a pistol laying there. Oh shit! There's a there's a handgun, okay. and I'm just like, I don't know if that's real. I yeah. don't want to touch it. Uh huh. Yeah. What do you do? Huh. You know. God. Like, this, this, ah! so now see, like, this, I'm asking you the you guys the same. Yeah, question. yeah. No, it's a good one. Uh, <laughs> God, I'd probably leave it. <laughs> I shouldn't, but I, like in my head, I know Seriously? I shouldn't. I'd probably leave you it. You leave it? Yeah, I probably would. Really, I probably would, man. I don't. Oh, I don't want to say that I would, but I'm sure I would. Like in I, my core, I think I think I'd pick it up. Honestly, you touch it? I think I touch it. Yeah. What if it's loaded? Well, then you can't I work a gun. I won't. I won't You're point, new to this. I won't point it at myself. She's just gonna hold it away the whole time. That means you're pointing at somebody else if you're holding it away. I'm not going to hold it like that. You're holding it away if you hold it with that weak hand of yours. Weak hand, man. I got a strong ass. I jerk off all the time. (laughs) I got strong wrists. (laughs) I'm just saying, if you're holding the gun away from you, it's pointing at somebody else, all right? So, you want to point guns at people? That's all you. That's you. I can point it up. Point it up where? At God? (laughs) And point a gun at God? All right, do that. Well, God can't die. (laughs) So, there you go. You would touch it? I would touch it, yeah. I think I I would ignore it. Really? I'd leave it be. I'm ah! not... I don't want to say that, but it's true. I think I would be like, I didn't see it. And then when right, the murder happened later, a... I'd be like, oh, I saw a gun. I'd be that guy, like the after the fact guy. That's my, that's, uh, yeah. You're a perfect law and order witness. <sighs> <laughs> you know, I saw, as I'm moving boxes, I saw the gun at 6.35 p.m. I was uh, moving the crates from uh, here to there, and uh, I saw the gun there. <laughs> These guys are so specific. Will you testify, sir? Uh, of course, of course, yeah. Well, if I can do it while moving boxes, that's when I'll testify. 
Right, right, right. I, I right. can't take a day off work, obviously. It needed to be interviewed. We will need to take your DNA, sir. Obviously. <laughs> <laughs> Check the pistol. I dare you. It's full of my DNA. <laughs> I wish we had, like, the, the rim shot on here. Where you can nah, we don't need it. Yeah. Regardless, I'd probably... What'd you do? You, you saw it. Yeah. This happened I, to I, you. I wait, wait. Did we get Nick's answer? You, you'd pick it up? Yeah, pick it up. And, and point it at people and then pretend you had a gun and, like, you know, fire it off? I'd be more curious about it. And honestly, I think I'd probably just toss it in the... In the ocean or whatever. So you'd you pick know. it up, yeah. and you you would handle it, yeah. and then you would go to like Washington and throw it. I in don't the, know. In I Washington. mean, it, I don't know. Honestly, like, you're you're already saying you would immediately be. Uh, I wouldn't call the accessory. cops. I'll tell you that much. I wouldn't call the cops. I feel like I should, but I I wouldn't. N- not not for a handgun that's just there. I don't know. I I, I don't know. I, I feel dirty now. Right. <laughs> I hate saying I would leave it there, but now. I would. I, f- I feel, I feel awful. What happens when a child walks by and they pick this thing up and be like, hey. "Aha, little Billy, I got a gun!" Oh that's my a, god, little Timmy's dead. That's the parents' fault. That's How is mom. it the parents' that's fault? That's all mom and dad. How's that mom and dad? Because they should watch the kids. <laughs> what are you? Uh, you let your kid walk down the aisles? Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. What did you do? I called the cops. Really? You called yeah. the cops? Wait, you you dialed nine one one? No, I just called. Uh, the crime check or whatever it was? Yeah, crime check. Oh, shit. Yeah, I just told him what was up. This guy. Big city over here. I mean, granted, like, they took forever, and the cop that did show up was kind of a dick. <sighs> he was, like, pissed at, like, but it was, so, he like, ruined his day because he, yeah. he wanted to sit and eat donuts and do traffic stuff. He's like, I yeah, got to do this whole paperwork thing. Like, he showed up just fucking... This Dead guy. expression on his face. Wow. Just like, wow. Like, I, I was so He didn't tempted. care? He just, like, it was just like another day for him, right? Oh, and man. it was like to the point where, like, I kind of wanted to fuck with him and be like, oh, someone's got a case in the Mondays, you know? <laughs> <laughs> you wanted to be Dilbert? Yeah, dude. You want to Dilbert a cop? <laughs> it's more like Garfield, really. That's normal if you're uh, being tactical, dick. <laughs> But, uh, but yeah, no, I mean, like, so, yeah, I just, I ended up calling the cops. I, you know, I said, hey, I found this gun laying here. <laughs> gun just laying there. I don't know if it's real or not, and I don't want to touch it. Yeah, it's, well, I mean, I'm glad you called. Yeah, and it was just, it was one of those things, like, and th- this was, like, the freakiest thing, too. It was, like, <laughs> you know, in the back of my head, I was just like, oh, man, I really hope this isn't real. I hope, I hope this isn't real. It's like a toy thing, right? Yeah, exactly. Like, maybe, yeah. maybe it's just a fucking BB gun <sighs> or some shit, you know, and the guy, the cop shows up. Fucking pulls the slide back and ejects a live round. I'm just like, what? it was loaded. Yeah, he like so he, ejects, oh! he ejects the the magazine, pulls the slide back, a round flies out. Like, okay, so this was real. And then he looks over, and there's an empty casing right next to it. So it was definitely fired off as well. It had been shot. It had been shot. Jesus. You know, and so like, you know, that same thing. We're like, you know, again, this this question of morality, right? And just like that, you know, that what would you do in this scenario? Like all those different, you know, I like scenarios ran through my head. We're just like, well, if I leave this here, what if somebody else picks it up? What if it gets used for something else? Like, I don't want that to happen. You know, I'd rather call the cops. I know I've got nothing to hide. I don't really give a shit. I'm just going to tell the cops straight up what happened. I think that's a you know? that's a good sign of the moral compass because I wouldn't. Because I wouldn't care about what happened next. Like, I don't feel responsible for what happened next if I left something undone. So you're more of, it's not my business. It's not my business. I'll leave it be, right? Yeah. I found it. 
I didn't touch it. Why would I expect John Doe to, to, to find it and then also do something? That's not my responsibility. I didn't leave it there. If I had left it there, maybe it's my responsibility. But if I just happened pr- across it, ain't, it's not my gun. Not my drugs. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's, that's where my heart lies. I feel bad. I don't want to. I want to be better. <laughs> However, I probably wouldn't. <laughs> just being honest. <laughs> Well, I don't mean to be honest. This, uh, this has been a wonderful uh, segment of the Educated. Uh, I'm your host, Nick, with my good buddy, Lane. Hey, come back for the next episode. <laughs> come back for the next episode. Special guest, Christian. We got hey. more uh, coming, right? Yeah, we got more coming. Uh, who's next up on the chopping block? Uh, well, we're still Christian, I believe. We got more, uh, you know, we got the, whole, uh, the through line. Oh, we're gonna, are we going to do the through line? Obviously we are. Oh, okay. I got to pee. That's the only reason why we're breaking right now. All right. I got to pee real quick. All right. We'll be right back after these messages from... Uh, Pick one. Pukulani Punani. Maybe two? You got to record it first. I did once already. You You did not record it. This motherfucker. God damn it. All right. We'll be right back. Today's episode is brought to you by Pukulani Punani, Maui's newest strip club. With the third hottest women in Hawaii's second largest island, they have all the howies howling. Tell them Nick and Lane sent you and get a free upgrade to the King Kekalike package where lappers cost as much as a loaf of bread. Thank you for listening. All right, back in the show. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, one of the other through lines for the 100th episode is this um, this unfortunate story, or fortunate story, depending on how you look at it, that uh, that happened Could to me when well, it was about like two months ago at this point. Yeah, probably, yeah. Yeah, probably about, about two months ago. A couple okay. months ago, yeah. So, um... I go on Amazon and uh, I get a new order of lube. You know, like the. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> right there, right? <laughs> Who's done that? Uh, yeah, I, <laughs> Wait, I have to ask. <laughs> so when you're ordering this, yes. I don't know if you've noticed this, but so like when I go to order like dog food. Sure, or, sure. Or, uh, you know, like lube. Poop, poop bags. <laughs> yes. They have like the, uh, you know, w- would you like to. You know, automatically reorder this. Yes. <laughs> oh, and I, yes. oh, okay. yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like you, and you get a discount on that too. <laughs> yeah. Is this something that you clicked on and said yes? I would like to reorder this. No, no, no. In, you need like these, bonus no, like, lube. No, no, no. I I ran out of That's lube. A good question. And I like needed every more. Every three months, like. No, no, wait, wait. You ran out of lube and you needed a two day delivery. Yes. You couldn't run out to like. Walmart and you get KY jelly. It's no, there. I'm not going Especially out. Especially like where you live. There's a Safeway down the street. Right there. That seems like a lot of work. To, I just, to get like Safeway Select Lube. <laughs> it's got to be Kentucky jelly. Fucking great value lube. <laughs> <laughs> what are you ordering? I, actually, I'm kind of curious. In the brand <laughs> what? There. What do you got? Astroglide? Um, I can pull it up right now. No, yeah, just you know, what, what do you think? Wait, you don't know what you ordered? You don't have your own brand? It no, it's I don't know what the brand is. It's it's a it's a water based lube. Water, <laughs> water right. based. Yeah, it's a Jesus lube, basically. Yeah. So you you haven't you know how you, you go on Amazon. You, you haven't you haven't listened to the to the, he, he doesn't know about the C three PO cock, does he? Probably not. Oh jeez. Yeah. A little little little, little backstory, right? Yeah. Never heard about um, it. Uh, me and the lady, we were talking about like you know getting different like toys or whatever, mm-hmm. and so she got a bunch of uh, dildos for herself, right? And so I thought a bunch. 
Yeah. Now, yeah. now I'm imagining like one of these cases. Yeah. Just like open it up. <laughs> just it's like a German sex dungeon. Exactly. Yeah. Dildozer. <laughs> Coming at you. <laughs> That's an episode title. <laughs> Oh my god. If that's not if that's not a name yet, sell it. <laughs> I didn't know that she ordered stuff too though. I didn't think she was in I thought it was just you being a weirdo. Like no, you no, guys no, no, like no. want wait No, she bought You stuff. have separate accounts, don't she, you? No, we don't. You have a shared account? We have a shared account, yeah. You shared the same purchase yeah, history. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And so she went to buy. She went to go buy. Dildozer. Uh, uh, actually, it was two, actually. Oh, there was there, there, there was two dildos, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. And then I saw this one, come through. One on, big, one small? <laughs> actually, yeah. Yeah? 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 Yeah. Should I ask that one? Which, which one's her favorite? I don't know. Why don't you ask her? Do they vibrate? <laughs> well, of course they do. Uh, yeah. The big one's got like the pull start, like it's a lawnmower. <laughs> It's, just, it's, a full, it's, it's gotta go to Idaho to get twenty cents cheaper on gas to make yeah, sure it, it runs efficiently. It runs on premium. <laughs> the fucking Lexus of dildozers. It's gotta be premium only. You gotta call a real man to start it because it case too much uh, gusto. I've been there. Have you? Yeah, I can't start my own lawnmower sometimes. I just quit. <laughs> All right, one was kind of like a rabbit. The other one was kind of like one of those things you press and it kind of like you know pounds into you. Okay, like a right. bullet. Like, one was a bullet. A small of. guy. Yeah, small yeah. guy. Oh, yeah, that yeah. was the rabbit, right? Yeah, yeah. But whatever. Nah, nah the I big mean, one's the rabbit. <laughs> you know what? To be fair, this whole thing does not matter to the rest of the story. <laughs> I'm curious. So. I'm curious. I thought you were the crazy sex freak. Now it's both of y'all. No, okay, she got this first, and I thought to myself, why don't I have one, right? That's so, true, some big backstory there, yes. Yeah, okay. and so I, I I, go on Amazon, because I don't want to pay, like, 75 bucks for a fleshlight, so I got a knockoff <laughs> one, right? <laughs> it sounds really bad when I say it out loud like that. <laughs> it does. I couldn't afford the fleshlight. <laughs> To be fair, this is forty-five bucks prime delivery. Two days. Wow. All right. All right. He needed it right away. <laughs> gotta have it, man. If she's getting all that shit, she's getting rabbits and bullets and stuff. I gotta have my own thing. He, he ran out of lube. The hand <laughs> just did. doesn't feel the same anymore. <laughs> he did run out of lube. Yeah. Can't even. Can't okay, even. Okay. Well, he, so here's <laughs> he, here's the thing. So I, I I get this thing. It it comes in the mail, and um, it's golden, right? It's completely golden, and it's got like a it's got like a, a digital clock on there too, and like two buttons. It turns out it's Bluetooth enabled, right? <laughs> and yeah. so I haven't gotten to the best part, right? And, and it, okay, it's double ended, so one one ends a mouth, <laughs> one ends a vagina, right? Okay, Apparently. okay, right? And there's a heating coil in there, so it heats up. Right. That sounds now, dangerous. Which end? <laughs> okay. So the lube uh, I purchased with that because I thought, okay, <laughs> you, you. Would... Are you okay? Yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. Do your thing, Toy Story. <laughs> I purchased it, right? And so, <laughs> oh, that's right. That's what you're laughing at. I forgot. 
Okay, sorry. Uh, you turn this you turn this thing on, right? And supposedly, it's one of the selling perks is that as you're fucking it, essentially, um, a female voice is is talking to you, <laughs> like an AI <laughs> kind of thing. And the reason that there's a clock on there is because it 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 clocks the amount of strokes up and down. <laughs> it gives you stats. Get your jerk off stats. It's like a goddamn treadmill. It's like a Fitbit for your yeah, dick, dude. dude. <laughs> Fit dick. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> it still gets better. It gets what? Okay, it gets keep going. Great. It gets better. Keep going. I know it's insane. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. So I get this thing right. A sex toy that would talk to you, right? <laughs> Yeah, so it it talks to you as as you as you're doing it, right? That's the whole point of the Bluetooth. So you can yeah. put on these headphones and 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 listen. So I thought, okay, this sounds this sounds like fun. So I turn it on. I, I lube up the inside. I lube up the penis. I go for it, and the voice is not quite what I was expecting. <laughs> you know, I, I was expecting like a a woman at least. This was. <laughs> It sounded like you ever, you ever listen, you ever watch Dragon Ball Z yeah. or like or like uh, what's that other one, the the Sailor Moon kind of thing? Yeah, yeah, that's what it sounded like. <laughs> it sounded like a like a fourteen year old uh, Chinese girl. Really <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> it was like, oh my god! Uh, I can't even do it right. Can you do it? I just can't do it justice. The problem is, I want to say Dios mio, but it's uh, it's it was Chinese. <laughs> That's not. However, he did pull it out for a show, and and uh, he he played it, and it 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 sounds really young. It's like a super young Asian so, woman. It's as your girl, it's it's rough. It's like. As you're pumping, as you're as you're screwing it, the voice gets louder and louder, and, and, and more and more and more like more like heated. Be like, oh, do me, oh, ten dollar. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the racist white guy made it. Good God, it's insane. <laughs> yeah, I'm not even embellishing this. This is no. all like. I thought Legit. he was until he showed me. It's really, <laughs> it's that, it's that bad. Uh, oh, 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 it's that oh, oh. bad. I, I showed him. I didn't put it. I didn't. Well, not like on his dick, but like he pulled it down and put his fingers inside. Did, of he it. didn't demo it. Okay, <laughs> not with his penis, but with his fingers, he did. Oh yeah, it's on the show. It's on the show too. You I mean you can? I don't know what what episode it is. I think but it's you, like ninety it's, something. It's in the nineties, but you can hear it. Like yeah, it sounds. I played on the show as yeah. young as he's describing. Like it sounds like a child. Is it? So is it, is it the same thing like when you go through the mouth, or is it like <laughs> is it like muffled? Where it's like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, a, it's the same thing. Unfortunately, it's not that advanced. <laughs> Give it another few years. I'm sure. I'm sure it'll come around. So maybe she'll age too. <laughs> do Do they feel different? Yes, actually, because one's got tongue. It has, has got a tongue inside it. Oh my god! <laughs> so you wanted to be as cool as your lady. Yeah, and, it, uh, didn't, it didn't end up that way. No. The only thing cool about this whole thing is it gave me a story to tell on the it show. It was a really good show. <laughs> it was the only bad. Thing. It was bad. It's just sitting there, Al. 
Yeah, sure. Just sit. There. He uses it. Come on, <laughs> it's just sitting there. It is just sitting there. Yeah, it actually doesn't feel as good as it used to. What? Can you get used to it? Because <laughs> you got that knockoff, and it's just that cheap ass rubber. Yeah, get that Goodyear shit. Is so this where like the C three PO dick comes in, where you just you had like gold stains on your dick for? Oh my god! He's got gold pubes. From plowing C three PO. They're not pubes, they're like nuts and bolts. <laughs> anyway, so the the, <laughs> the whole I was the, the, I was holding back saying uh, uh, a C three uh, was it three chinkio. That's what I was trying to quell. So you can bleep that out. Wow, that's racist. I can't. can't. <laughs> <laughs> that's where there was awkward pause on that. You got yeah. yeah, yeah. you know. <clears throat> Okay, so that's not even the that's not even the main story. That was like how we led into it. <laughs> However. That that is that is backstory, so you That's understand why the loop is, why is, is, is in loop. play. That's why, yeah. All right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> now I know everything. Yao Ming <laughs> requests uh, the great loop. You don't, you don't, because uh, so lube runs out, and so I'm like, he's okay. been overusing it. Yeah, but being at first, at yeah. first, I mean, come on. Kyoku wants to have it hard, <laughs> <laughs> and she needs it bad. Papacito. <laughs> it's not even right. It's not even close to right. Close enough. <laughs> okay, so yeah. I, I placed an order for some more loop. <laughs> two-day prime, right? Yeah, two-day prime. No, actually, this one th- this this one was not. It it, it took no. a few days. Is uh, it a special uh, loop? Uh, no, it was the same loop. Just happened not to be prime. <laughs> All right. Um, and so it arrived... But so the loop is about <laughs> I don't know. Uh, let's let's say let's say it's about as as big as this as this can right here, right? Yeah. Which is about what? Um, twelve ounces. Twelve ounces, perfect. Tall, skinny. <clears throat> it came in a box this big. Yeah. Right. So I Which first for the listener would be what? I don't know about twenty ounces. There you go. Yeah. Analogine yeah. box for uh, you so know a white cloud bottle. For, yeah, basically okay. white cloud bottle. Okay. So I take I take it in I take it inside and I think to myself, well, that's that's a lot of lube. Uh, and then I open it up, and see this is the part in the story where I lay whatever is, whatever was in that box out out on the table, and the the people there have to reach their hands out and grab it and figure out what it is. But <laughs> you lucked out. <laughs> it's remote <laughs> because uh, I mean. When I leave my home, I don't think to bring this. So <laughs> it's fair. You wouldn't do that normally. No. Normally. <clears throat> however, however, I I open it up and it is a uh, cock pump. <laughs> <laughs> now, what kills me about this is, for one, uh, the lube cost about nine ninety nine, right? Yes. Uh, this cock pump, which by the way, uh, it's rechargeable, right? <laughs> It's it's not well, it's not one of those hang hand cranks that you sometimes it, see. In case of a blackout, <laughs> you can just look at your cock wider. Awesome, awesome. So this thing is about like 60, 70 bucks. I'm thinking to myself, well, am I really going to return this? Because I've always been kind of curious. <laughs> I'm telling you, that's as bad as this model, right? Like that's how you do it. <laughs> always been kind of curious. Shit. I'm kind of curious. Yeah. About yeah. a pump, right? Yeah. Yeah. How'd it work? So uh, <clears throat> I tell the lady, right? And mind you, <laughs> this is—I 
She's super into it. She 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 was super into it. Also, this was like four o'clock, five o'clock in the in in the in, in, in the day, right? I think she's a freak. Well, she is. Yeah. Uh, but she, she she was just like, oh my god, you, you you have to try it. So I'm like, sure, why not? I put my cock in there. I t- there's two buttons, right? One button's to you know start the pumping, the other button's to release, so you can take it off without without any harm, right? Uh, I press the one button, and I it, it just keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger, like wider, right? Not necessarily longer, uh, and it's starting to freak me out. So I'm pressing the release button, and it's not working. <laughs> <laughs> it's not fucking working. She's sitting there, like I expected her help. She's a goddamn nurse, yeah. and she's just like she's laughing. Her, she's flicking her beans. Yeah. She's getting real excited about this ex- expansive cock that's happening, right? Like she's into that. So uh, I then I I, pr- I press the the other button again and it, it gets hard, it gets you know more of a pump more intense more intense thank you um, and then I press again press again press again finally it stops <laughs> and then <laughs> I, ex- I, suction, I like. accidentally press it again and go through the whole cycle again and then it sounds super attractive I bet she's turned on her <laughs> shit right now as you're freaking out with your gadgets she's all it was dang- it was dangling it. there for a while but. I I was freaking out, and so I just I just I ripped the damn thing off. <laughs> Sounds rough, right? It's not nearly as bad as you think, but it didn't feel pleasant. <laughs> like nothing's damaged, mind you, but it didn't feel pleasant. Um, so that happened. But then he used <coughs> uh, your inflated penis. Yeah, on the lady. Oh yeah. Yeah. And she but that's was, but that's not nearly as funny. I mean, but that, she was quite excited about it. Yeah. So I'm like, you know, I mean, yeah. <laughs> Are you hoping for something more there? No, no, no. The main question would be, would you try it? Right? Is that the question? I think so. I mean, now it's the question. Before it was like, I put my cock in this thing. You're touching it. <laughs> David, David, by the way, put his finger inside. He did. <laughs> Who did? David. Oh God! <laughs> Nick spent twenty minutes, the most drunk I've ever mind seen you, him. Mind you, I, I still, it. I still cleaned it out afterwards and all that. But still, yeah. If you put a cock pump that's yours, by the way, in front of me, I might pick it up. But I gotta put my finger in there and be like, huh, interesting. Huh. Instantly, feels nice. he did. Instantly, that's... he didn't even open his eyes yet. <laughs> he was already inside of it. I mean, that's he tried to get me to. Nick was like, just, just smell it. I said, no. <laughs> Yeah, touch it, nor will I smell it. Yeah, yeah, he wanted me. To... <laughs> Is this close to getting to smell the the the, the cock insertion end? No, oh my God, that's too close. I mean, we're close. We ain't that close. <laughs> Jesus, that's fucked up. But I am curious if you were to order lube, yeah, via uh, Two Day Prime, and they sent you a, a cock pump instead, would you uh, would you try it? A, would you try it? B, would you do it and share it with your lady, or was it kind of just for a, a, a for you thing? Uh, yeah, no, I'll totally try it. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> See, not crazy. <laughs> I don't think that. Uh, yeah, counts. I'll totally. Well, I mean, like you know, you've seen Austin Powers. You've seen like you've seen yeah. like the fucking penis pump that he has, and ever since then, <laughs> at least for it me, I just you like, wonder. huh? What does that actually do? Like, how does it actually feel? Like, <laughs> you know. 
Like, I'm too afraid to put it in a vacuum. It, you know? it, it just, I mean, yeah, this thing was basically, this thing is basically like a Hoover with like a, yeah, I mean, it's basically like a, like, like, like a, like a little <laughs> mini vacuum. That's basically what it is. Yeah, um, shark on there. But it turns your penis kind of like purple. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's, 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 it's freaky. She it's freaky. It. Uh, I mean, you keep like, mentioning that. Do you just want her to like it? Is that is, is that what you're? You think? mentioned. You said she did. <coughs> yeah, she did. Shows. Yeah, she did. Yeah, she's more she's, than your regular schwanz. She, and it wasn't that big much of a difference. This guy. <laughs> this guy. What? You mentioned how much wider it got. It was it was more of a a Coke can versus a Coke bottle. I don't know if I said that. Well, I'm just you know, I'm paraphrasing here. He mentioned it gets wider, not longer. We all I would assume it got longer. Your dick would, but he mentioned it mainly got wider. Well, I mean that that kind of makes sense. And the gal I mean, was essentially, it's just like you're giving your dick a hickey. Man, yeah, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's just gonna. It, I mean, essentially, you're just trying to pump more blood into it, mm-hmm. or by actually pulling the blood into it. <laughs> You know, <laughs> by forcing the blood into it against its will. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you're gonna cosby the blood into your dick, and then you're gonna see if she wants it or not. And apparently, she <coughs> likes it. Jesus, dude. What was I? Mean? <coughs> Whoa. Just saying. Is that too soon? Not too no. soon. Come on. <laughs> Come too on. Soon. Too soon. <laughs> Is he dead yet? It's not like you're. He's not dead yet. yet. It's not like you're drugging your dick though. Not so yet. That's, that's true. But needless yeah. needless to say, uh, I didn't try it after that. But um, it's still there, you know. I still have it. Uh, recharge. Use it once. Yeah, only the once. Yeah. Only one time. Yeah. Really? It freaks me out a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'm 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 not huge. I'm not small. I'm above average, and I'm okay with this that. This guy. I'm okay with that. Big dick breaker over here. here so here's the thing. Yeah. If I tried that. Went through the exact same scenario that you did. Yeah. Where I tried, you know, push the release button, wasn't yeah. working, you know, pulled it off. I would still go have sex with my lady. Yeah. Which I did. Huh? Right. Try it out. Like, you know, if it wasn't like, you know, yeah. groundbreaking or <coughs> if it wasn't anything special. Yeah. I'm cheap enough to return it. <laughs> <laughs> look, you think about that? Look, Amazon's got what? The 30 day guarantee. <laughs> I tried it out. Not for me. All right. All right. The release button didn't work. I'd like my six bucks for the loop. <laughs> the, the question. <laughs> the question then is: Do you clean it out before you return it, or you just leave it? I mean, I would hope to God that they're not going to reuse it. <laughs> Coronavirus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah. Okay. I mean, I guess, kind of. I mean, I guess that's, that that is kind of applicable. You have to clean it though, right? Like you have to do it. I mean, do you really though? Your dick is just touching it. You're not jerking off into it. I mean, you, I, I mean, I would still clean it, but it's. I well, mean, if you're really yeah. thinking about it, it's not. There's no fluids being exchanged. It's, not, it's a fair point. Really? Hmm. I mean, it's 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 mildly. Um, it's. <laughs> I mean, it's it's more unsanitary the whole C three PO cock thing. Does she talk to you? What? Like the penis pump? Is she uh, <laughs> is she coaxing you into it? Is is that how you get so hard? Is she like, ah, Dios mío, dude, dude, mas? No, that's just Tomas. <laughs> For real though, like, yeah. is she is she no. is she spitting like Chinese no. at you? You know, like uh, no, you know, 
Yeah. Red Dragon. No, this penis pump is from California. Oh, sh- so she has no care. <laughs> Whatever, bro. <laughs> Do it. Who cares? That's all good. Molly. That's all I got. Jesus Christ. Yeah, I'd, I'd return it. You re- <laughs> <laughs> so with that said, I'd return it. You return it? Yeah. Mm. I should probably return it to try to get like the full 65 bucks back. <laughs> the value, the actual That's value That's going to be it. tough, though, because like, mm-hmm. they're going to look at your order history. Yeah. Like, oh, he actually bought, you know, Kyoku's lube. So you can say, hey, I meant, you know, I was supposed to get this. Mm-hmm. I got sent the wrong item. (laughs) But I tried it out. (laughs) Tonight's episode of The Edge Kid is brought to you by the latest children's book that's hot off the press. It's hitting the New York Times bestseller list. It's called Deja Blue by our very own producer, Dale. 13 pages long, it takes you through the story of Tommy while he discovers his tiny tickler. You can find the delayed this wonderful children's book at your local brick and mortar stores. That includes Barnes and Noble, Activio, Mug Cluckers, and of course, if you're getting tires changed, your local Les Schwab. That's right, people, local Les Schwab tires. We'll tell them the educated sent you, you'll get 30% off your latest tire rotation. Don't forget, Deja Blue by producer. What's up? This whole thing leads into uh, leads into, into the main show topic. Uh, in fact, mm. it does Way because that's why you're here, buddy. Keep yes. on track, baby. Why does the back right now? No, no, no. But uh, one of the main show topics and one of the things we've been talking about on the show for the hundredth episode is we've been asking everybody, where does your morality originate? Where does your morality come from? Um, uh, what what lessons in your life do you draw upon to make decisions in your in your everyday life, and what do you can what do you consider right and wrong? And when you see something wrong, do you ever consider the fact that maybe your right is your personal truth, and the other person is just as just as right as you are? That what? is a fucking dope question. That's a good question. Um, I think that's a great topic. Yeah, no, same here, but I mean, it's hoping more depth. Um, yeah, I just, I like for me, like personally, like I think that kind of created like the base. Yeah. And as you grow up and you get educated on just life. Yeah. And you evolve with the times, like hopefully you mature during that growth and like you adapt to it and you're hopefully you stay moral the whole time. Okay. I think so. I have a weird relationship with religion because I was also raised Catholic and I have a deep vein of Catholic guilt. Mm -hmm. And I very much do not identify with Catholicism anymore, but I think that all religions are basically trying to tap into something that as humans we all experience when you talk about being holistic you say mind body and spirit because no matter what religion you believe in we all kind of acknowledge that we have something that's beyond our mind and our body and what i get really hung up on is that religion the foundations are in power 
and power can corrupt. And there are so many religions that have, have done atrocious things and protected the people that are in leadership <clears throat> positions because of the power that they hold. And I, I can't subscribe to a religion that does that. But there's still something inside of us that's calling towards the higher power. And I don't necessarily believe in God making me moral. I believe more so it's that I acknowledge what I see in you that's really similar to what I see in me. And I just want to protect it. I don't want to cause harm. I don't want to see put other people through pain unless you're a total <clears throat> dick, then maybe. But I, I mainly just want... Steve. Steve, when you broke my toe, you dumb dick. <laughs> you dumb dick. <laughs> Call back. I, I mainly just want to make sure that I'm doing the best that I can to stand up for what I believe in, and I totally acknowledge that that's not everyone else's belief. That everyone else is going to have a different belief, and that none of our beliefs can truly be seen as absolute truths because we don't even fucking know what we're doing on any given day. But how do you, how do you react yeah. to those situations? How, how do you react to somebody else's truth that you might not uh, vibe with, for example? Wow. As I a, don't fucking <coughs> give them the time of day. As an yeah, Enneagram I 9, I let them do whatever the fuck they want as a, if it does not inhibit my freedom. Okay. And I do, I would, I will sing the praises of stoicism to the end of the earth, because I really believe that stoicism sees that everyone else is just trying to follow their own philosophy and their own beliefs. And I have zero control over that. But as long as we are all generally being good people and trying to live a virtuous life, cool, dope, let's do it. And that's how I kind of go through morality. As an Enneagram one, I reach to people to believe what I believe because what <laughs> I believe is correct. Fair. It's no, but but do you guys know where that comes from? I know I know you mentioned Catholicism as like a, a thing, but both of you, I believe, have deviated a, a smidge from the actual Catholic teaching. So, like, do you believe that it was instilled in you at a young age, and that's why you believe it because it only only because of religion, or is there something else that factors into your gut? That your heart just, tells you think, X is wrong. No, I think your environment that you grow up in sets it, whether there's religion or not. I think, like, of course, like, your parents and then, like, the people that surround you um, influence that. So then as you grow up in that environment and you learn from the environment that you create as you get older, you can start to differentiate the things that you agree and disagree with. So you're like, hmm maybe you're a little too judgmental on that. And like, I don't see that because it's like Bridget was saying, you know, it's like you want to protect what you deem as valuable in that moral compass. So someone in that environment that you're growing up in attacks what you think should be protected, then you're going to sway away from that person. And that's like, that's the growth, right? Like you just expand like that comfort that you want to put on all these people. I think, good way to go, Ronnie. That was lovely. Just That's a very good answer. Affirm hmm. really quick. Um, when I thought that I was going to have kids, I I very firmly believed that I could raise my kids with a little taste of all of the religions. And I remember my dad saying to me that if you raise them with all of the religions, you raise them with none. 
And his mentality was a child needs a vocabulary for how to process something that's really big and, and complex. And so you need to give them one vocabulary. You can't overwhelm them with every religion. And I took that. I digested it a bit. I found out I couldn't have kids, so it didn't really matter. But I, I applied it to myself in the sense of, I don't agree with it. I have found that the children I meet who are raised in religions that are pretty strict and have pretty strict vocabularies are usually the kids that are confused the most, who don't understand why if you don't believe in God, you're going to hell. That's the vocabulary I have been taught. I don't understand how you can exist and not go to hell as someone that I love. And so the kids that I have met that are the most open-minded, the most inclusive are those that have been raised without religion, that have been raised to go on hikes and see the nature around them and see when you connect with nature and you really feel something that's special. And I have met numerous families that don't raise with religion. And I have firmly been persuaded that if I ever did get blessed or cursed with a child, it, I would never yeah, probably curse. I would never raise them with religion because I would plop them on the grass and have them feel the earth. And that's the most important thing because I can't prove that there's a God, but I can certainly prove that there's an earth below them and that they should definitely take care of it. So if, that, if that kid, like though, that. like, what, but I'm saying, but if that kid has different sensibilities than the typical church going focus, you guys have described as your moral center, right? You're, if you're not putting that on them, you're saying, here's the earth, feel it. What do you think? And that person's like, you know what? I see 20 bucks on the ground. I'm going to steal it. Is it a moral thing or not? Do you teach them that? Do you intervene and say, well, I want to show you the way, therefore I'll be your moral center? Or do you say, well, in religion it says X, or do you stop and say, do what you want, bro? Because you, you're three years old, man. Take a 20. So I actually really want to create a book based off of this that's called The Politics of Preschool. Because when you're teaching preschool, what do you teach a preschooler if they see 20? Well, it's not going to be $20. It's going to be some cool toy, to be honest. They see a cool toy on the ground. And I've had many children that bring a toy into the classroom and they say, oh, I found it at the park and I really wanted it. So I kept it. And then I say, well, what about the person that owned that toy and forgot it at the park? And then what if they came back to the park later to try to find it and it wasn't there anymore because you took it? And I believe it is the responsibility of community to teach morals. It's not the responsibility of religion. We teach morals as a community because it's important for us as social beings to work in accordance with each other. So when I'm hmm. teaching civil rights, I say these children or these people couldn't sit wherever they wanted on the bus. They could only sit at the back. And then the kids are like, well, that's not really fair. And I'm like, you're right. It's not fair, but it was the law at the time. And laws aren't always meant to take care of everyone. And if you see a law that isn't taking care of everyone, you stand up and you make sure it changes because rules sometimes are wrong. And that's how you change as a community. It's, it's focused on morality, not from a religious standpoint that God is telling us to do what's right. But as a community, we are supposed to take care of each other. And that's why we do it. That's an interesting, I like that, I like that too. I like that a lot. You know, I well, think, you. I think that we've been throwing around the, the word religion a lot, but uh, if you if you look back on history, religion in and of itself, 
um, much like a, a lot of the Eastern philosophies like Stoicism, Confucianism, all, all, all that stuff is really just a matter of teaching somebody a way of life, right? And I've always thought about morality mm-hmm. as teaching somebody a way of living, a way of conducting themselves in a certain social space, right? And of course, you know, you fast forward to the dark ages and the religion or these, these ways of life were perverted into these um, ways of controlling people and, and, and exerting power over people and creating, making God into this thing that um, is all knowing and all powerful. And only these certain priests or cler- clergymen can, can possibly have this knowledge. Right. And of course that's translated in, in into modern society, but I too, I, Lane, were you raised Catholic as well? Or are you Lutheran all the way no. through? Luther, man. L- Luther crushing it. You know, we know the real guy. <laughs> uh, we have it down on lock. I'm right? sorry. I don't look at how much it's true. I'm like, I'm not The problem it. is, y'all Catholics, <laughs> like the priests and the clergy, is like they're higher, they're above you. Luther changed that. He said, you know, we're all the same. We're all sinners. We're going to bring it in together, baby. What are we going to do? The preacher will turn around and will pray with you. He's not going to pray at you. Because he ain't better than you. He's going to pray with you. Catholics took that shit over too as well. All right, well. How interesting is it that what we are trained with from a young age as normal is like I go into, if I saw any Christian service, I'd be like, this is barbaric. I can't imagine, (laughs) you know, doing any of these things. Honestly, these days I feel the same way. I don't like going to Catholic church anymore because I instinctually will say the refrains and I don't believe in them. So I don't think that I should be saying something I don't believe in just because it's habit. But it's so ingrained in me that and I still say and with what is it? And with you also or and also with you. And, and also, also with, with you, you, not with your and spirit. They changed it too. Mm-hmm. And with your spirit, like yeah. a decade ten ago. years ago. And I will still be like, No, you're all wrong. I don't like it. But I think but you're, you're wrong. Like Lane, I think thinking like there's the really egotistical side of my brain that's like Lutherans are full of shit and I think Catholics are full of shit too but we're still less full of shit than Lutherans fair which isn't that just so shitty because it's like as long as someone like in general finds comfort in exactly in something good on them but then here we are like no but ours is better but re- that's what religion is religions and i agree with you nick totally in the sense of a philosophy is there to teach you how to live and the problems with the religions is that it gets into more than just teaching you how to live and what i like about a philosophy is i don't have to make any blood pact i don't have to be <laughs> confirmed or it does baptized. feel like that in the catholic church really yeah i don't have yeah. to yeah. Shit yeah. to start you earn it. A philosophy yeah. You have to prove what you're doing and you, well, at least with Catholicism, Catholics are pretty intense, um, which I kind of appreciate growing up in the most intense of the religions because it feels like I've got like a tattoo from a gang, like, oh, you'll never understand. I've got a Celtic cross. These are really intense to get. I was never, I will say though, I never did first reconciliation so I can... Yeah. I can count it. I can give it. I did it all. I did go to confession once without I doing do, it. I do. I do feel like hey, Nick, what? I, 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 do you mind if I jump in here? Go for because it. Because both of these ladies uh, ha- we have on the show today 
are rooted in their morality and religion, but they both say they would not use religion as a morality for their young or anyone else they're actually bringing into this world, whatever it may be. So why would you say my moral center is here? This is where I came from. This is where I want to be. But I would never put that upon my child or somebody else. I wouldn't, I wouldn't bestow upon them Catholicism. Even though I got all my moral center, my moral center came from here, I wouldn't want you to have that. So where does, because, why is that? Because it evolved. Because I can say that, like, my base, like, was probably Catholicism, especially coming from, like, the ethnic background where it's, like, super strong growing up. But my moral compass evolved. And, like, religion has not evolved in many 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 years but like i can say that like i know deep in my soul that like i grew up and i absorbed like my, the energies around me and moved with the times and could say that like you know what like things have changed and i'm okay with that and we need to protect people as things change and protect the environment and other things around us so that's where i come from it's like i wouldn't take something so outdated and go with it because times change and you need to move with the times. Well, and I would like to also make the point that personal struggle forms who you are. And if I had, I grew up Catholic and I grew up with a very firm sense of what you do in life, you do A, B, and C, and then you get to wherever you're going. You and get you to heaven. To die. Yeah. Cool. And then you wait to die. Yeah. I was yeah. I was supposed to yeah. go to um, college. That was a non-negotiable thing. You right. go to college. You then get married, right. and you have babies after you get married. Yeah. And not to bring it back to that infertility thing, but the most life-changing thing that I experienced was coming to terms with infertility because I was raised to believe that having children was my life purpose. So how fucked up was it when I couldn't achieve my life purpose because it was completely out of my control. And then I also thought my life purpose might fucking suck. If I ever achieve it, I might have kids and really not enjoy having them. And that's when I started to dissect what was wrong with the religion that I was raised in. And it's not that I had this foundation of great morality and beliefs. It was the fact that I was able to question everything I was raised with. And that didn't come from my childhood. That came from me as an adult experiencing personal struggle and figuring out how to grow through it. And I think that there are some people that would, I know there are some people that experience infertility and think God is testing me for some reason he's testing me and and testing all those people he sent a hurricane to but those shitheads <laughs> over there they get to be blessed with their <laughs> children and they don't have to be tested for anything and i get tested with all this shit and at that point i realized religion is full of shit and i don't believe in god but it doesn't mean that the spirituality that I have been experiencing is invalid. It just means that it's always been a bunch of bullshit that I would find it in a church. Hmm. And my personal struggle is the only thing that led me there. And I think the people that usually have the deepest spirituality and the, the greatest morality are people that have experienced intense personal struggle to deconstruct their ego. And that's a purely philosophical thing that doesn't have to do with any religion. That's philosophical in that we have an ego, we have an id, we have to get to the core of who we are as an animalistic person. 
and then figure out how to go from there as a moral person. Well, makes... I'm loving this drunk, by the way. This is great. <laughs> you're crushing it. Bridget, you are crushing it. You, you had the right amount of drunk. You're doing great. I love it. Yeah, this was... Where are you? <laughs> In my house? You take another oh, piss? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also, I could talk fan. about this shit all day long. I we, love yeah, this. Yeah, this is what we do on like a Saturday. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. It is true. Um, I will go off of what Bridget said, though, is that I feel like Unfortunately, some people are definitely just brainwashed and feel like they're being punished for something they did in life. And I don't necessarily want to say they haven't had growth. I just think they've had growth in like the the wrong areas, the wrong direction. The wrong direction. But like, I do agree in the sense of like sometimes it does take going through something that completely breaks you down emotionally and makes you kind of rethink everything that you valued in, like. I mean, I've never had anything like what she has, you know, like you've had your own shit. I've had my own shit, but like, I've never had like a set plan of like, this is what I need to follow. Cause many, many years ago I was like, I don't want kids. Like that's not my life plan. And I got a lot of shit for it, but like I have gone through a lot of shit in like my early twenties that made me question a lot and yeah, you took a beating during your 20s. Yeah, it was 20s were not my time. And no. I feel like it really like at that age too, where you're just really learning more just about yourself and about the world and your personal environment that you can actually build on your own by the people you decide to surround yourself with. Um, That is a big influence. But I feel like there is a point where in life you do have to get to that like stripped down version that kind of just breaks you just to because if you don't get to that broken point you will never like what Bridget said you will never question it because like if you don't question it it's going to be like oh no this is just what was meant to be in the cards for me just god wished it upon me i must have done something as a child that is now punishing me for and i will learn from it because it's a lesson rather than hold up why would someone wish awful things to someone like for her Mm. why would some greater being that you've given like such devout years to i wasn't that devout but yes but you know Everyone I was, was pretty really good. good. You were real good. But like, if someone truly wanted a child, how awful to think that if they could not because science and just your body just doesn't work the way that is deemed like acceptable, that, well, she must have done something wrong. Well, well that is not something you want to instill in a younger generation that well, you fucked up somewhere in life and we can't tell you what you did or how you did it, but you did, so learn from it. You guys right. are, you guys are getting to this point of, of the key word thinking. You know, critical thinking is hard and people don't want yes. to critically think, right? Okay. It takes adversity. Like, um, people without adversity don't grow, right? If, if they don't experience challenges, there's no reason for them to get better. It's like you right. see it, you see it in the lowest of, of creatures like rats or even cats, dogs, anything, right? If we don't have any resistance, then there's no reason to, to push forward. And so without that, we don't, 
we people generally don't without adversity some kind of adversity whatever it is they don't think in on themselves and if they don't think in on themselves they don't question the beliefs and the doctrine and the dogma that they've been taught over several years or decades and so they just live with that and they pass that on to their kids and their kids and their kids and you see this in the richest of people or even the poorest of people who live off of welfare it's it when you give somebody something when you hand it to them, you hand them when a you belief do system. For them. Exactly. When you when you do something for them, and that you don't enable them to do it themselves, right? You don't actually help them because helping helping somebody actually it it, it takes more work than that, right? Well, you're putting them into a position of 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 a dead end essentially. And I, I back to the politics of preschool when I. And guiding a child, of course, I know as an adult, like I'm going to show you how to do something and then I'm going to let you do it and I'm going to watch. And when you need help, I will know how to help you in the way that you need. I'll ask the right question or I'll push you in the right direction. But when children help each other, they just want to give you the right answer. Like, I know the right answer. I'll give it to you. And it's that same mentality as as religion or as aid that that doesn't necessarily help people get out of their situations. It just kind of band-aids the situation. It's, I know the right answer. I can just give it to you. And then you don't have to feel any of the hard stuff. You don't have to work through any of the hard stuff. This will just be a solve for the next five minutes. And so instead, what we usually focus on in the classroom is that child still needs to develop this skill on their own. How can you help them be independent? And religion... I mean, this is a blanket statement that's not completely true. Some religions don't help you be independent because it's hard to Mm self-reflect and it's hard to look inside and deconstruct your ego and build it up to be a different person and acknowledge that the former person you was is is still a valid, okay thing. And you have to, all of these things are incredibly painful. And religion says, some religions say... (laughs) You don't have to feel pain if you're in our arms. Just read with us and we'll get you through <laughs> it all. And it's, it'll be okay. But it's the same way where you're not allowing the child or even the adult to be independent in their growth. How will they ever learn this skill if they don't do it for themselves? And questions are great. Leading questions can get you there. But you can't do it for someone else. You have to let them do it for themselves. And even if you ask the right questions, they still might need to fuck up a bunch and figure it out themselves, which is basically what being a 20-year-old is. (laughs) It's very true. Change is incredibly hard. People always... But that's that's what shapes you. You fuck up and you learn from your mistakes because there will... There will be a time where you have to take care of yourself and your fuck up. You realize your friends don't like it when you vomit on them from binge drinking. Well, really, there's going to be, there is going to be a time like, yeah, your friends are not going to like you vomiting. Your friends aren't going to want you to kill the vibe and like ruin a good time where you're like, he did break my toe, just to be clear. Like, well, we don't know that. Be a time where, like, you're gonna feel like the outcast in your inner circle because and of your mistakes, and you're because gonna have to of a community. Out. Exactly, a community telling you, "Hey, we're not gonna put up with that shit right. if you do that." And and as social creatures, our entire motivation is we want to be accepted in this community. And people that don't want to be accepted in this community 
they are usually on the outlier of social customs. Not to sound really rude, but children that have autism don't understand social customs. And so community doesn't affect them the same way. They're like, it does, you know, I, none of this feedback is affecting my decisions, but a child with a, um, whatever developmental regular, I don't know the PC term for it, but a child that's operating that does take community feedback is very much going to change from guilt and from feelings of like, oh, when I punched my friend in the face, they stopped talking to me. What? <laughs> Why? So, is it... adapt. so it's either you yeah. learn from your mistakes or and you change or you're just going to conform and just because that's what you're supposed to do and just follow the pack of sheep. But I, what I love is people that question some social norms that say these social norms are pretty fucked up and they are ostracizing individuals that need to be taken care of. How do we change that? And that's when you get into really good politics. Hey, Lane. Mm-hmm. Don't yes, you, sir. Yeah. Do you notice the, that there's a stark difference between the three ladies we've had on, right? Uh, yes. Ronnie, uh, Bridget, What's and, wrong with Coach? Jenny. and Coach. Jenny, sorry. Um, it's okay. And then I'm not the... Jenny tonight. I'm whiny tonight. There you go. <laughs> oh shit! Definitely, but then, definite, definite. Do you do you do you see it a little bit? It's it's almost like they're they oh. they talk about the change, right? They 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 talk about uh, the process of change, whereas I, I mean, I'll just call them out: Tomas, David, and and even Dot are kind of hard. <laughs> Yeah, a little yeah. bit, a little bit, a little bit. They're very hard and fast in in terms of of yes. their of their moral beliefs. There is no change. There is no evolution. There is this is what I believe, whether it be good or bad. And I I, I will say that out of the three of those guys, Tomas was was very level headed. Out, out out of the three of them, David not so. Look much. Around face. Yeah, he he could have been just putting <laughs> that on because the mic was in front of him. I don't know. No, he's good though. No, but no, that makes sense. And I, I, I hear you. There is an evolution. Like it, it feels like these ladies have thought about their morality yeah. more than just us asking them yeah. in their thirties, what's going on with you? Exactly. Where I felt like with the guys, we're like, hey, morality. I'm like, I don't know. Uh, TV shows. But how much, I'm legit not kidding. Like Bridget and I have this have these conversations all the fucking all time. time. Yeah. But how exactly. many personal struggles have they gone through? You were saying adversity is something that really stimulates self-reflection and it does, yeah. And all of this stuff that you're contemplating about morality, how many self or um, self-deconstructive moments have these men gone through? I because think even different. if they've, but even if they've experienced it, I think that's a problem. Because like I know that like they, some of them have gone through some shit, but yeah. they don't deal with it. It's just well, and that gets into the whole thing of men aren't taught to deal with their emotions, and that's and that's a learned behavior, right? Like suck it up, be a man, stuff those emotions in, and don't deal with it. Where we're like, how do we process? I need to deal with this because I can't keep it inside. Reach out to friends, talk to people. Interesting. How do you evolve if you don't deal with the things that are thrown at you? Because if you just accept, let your wife do it. how do you feel what do you she change you like, but it's true like you probe you ask the questions to get them to think about it <laughs> totally. because how are they going to grow if they're not going to like actually throw she asks you how you feel experience that happens <laughs> 
She does. I do all the time. I, wow. I probe with Steve you do that often. On the show. Does no one ask you? I ask my friends when we go through shit. Like, I'm very closed off emotionally. I will deal with my shit by myself. Yeah. It's a thing. It's a type one. It's a type one thing. But like, there are times where like, Bridget will call me out and be like, "So like, let's legit talk about it." And I'm like, "I don't want to because I'll start crying." And she'll be like, "You need to fucking cry. Deal with it." And it happens. Like, we talk about it. We talk it through. You know, from like point A to point B. And then it's like you're you evolve as you discuss it. Sometimes. Sometimes you need that circle that you built, that you've established a moral compass with to help you grow. I believe that like you pick people around you that like share same beliefs and have different point of views on that same belief. So if I'm struggling with something inside of me, I need someone to help me process that. And those are the people that I have around me. It's too vulnerable. (laughs) I I take it back, edit that shit. Completely. No, no. I think that it is very much that we live in a society that p- makes men believe they should not be dealing with any emotions. And I don't think this is something that falls on the men's uh... shoulders who deal with it. I don't think this is Steve's fault or Lane's fault or Nick's fault for like, oh, you were taught to not deal with your emotions. But the fact is you were kind of like the same way. I was talking with Ronnie earlier today, the attacks with our friends about how women are taught to ignore pain in our bodies. When we experience pain, it's like, oh, it's probably cramps. I've worked through worse. Let's just do it. It's a headache. It's fine. Let's just do it. I'm working through the flu right now. I'm working through a sinus infection. I can handle it. Just do it. Get through it. Where if men have the flu or a sinus infection, they're going to stay home for the most part. And they're going to take care of themselves because they don't feel normal. So they're going to do that. And women are used to living with pain and ignoring it. And I think that physically, that's what women deal with. But emotionally, men are the same way where it's like, oh, you have a weird emotional problem. Ignore it. Work through it. Where women are like, I have an emotional problem and I need an outlet and I'm going to find it. And that's just this weird way that society has taught children And then adults, how to deal with what they're doing, because it has always been very divided by gender. Women, ignore your physical. You're such emotional beings. But men, Mm -hmm. goddamn, if you're emotional, you're probably gay if you are. It's a very intense scrutiny of if you show any emotion at all other than anger, you're to be damned. If a women show anger, they're to be damned. And the problem is I'm a very angry woman. Yes, I yes. tend towards anger and I have found that anger fuels great ideas. When you get angry, that's usually when you get a great idea of how to fix something. And that's the problem is that men are allowed to feel angry all the fucking time and women aren't, That men aren't allowed to feel sad or vulnerable or scared. <laughs> Bridget, I feel like you're talking well, about a time that's passed. It's not. I, would I don't hope think you're there. So. I no, I think so. you are. I think. I, think I don't think so. A, no, she's in. She's in a pre-dated time. She's talking about a time of the fifties. We've moved on. All right, it's been eighty years. Who's moved on? on? Who's moved on? No, Have you moved on? Passed. Totally. Mo- oh, I'm super emotional. Yes, hundred <laughs> percent. Like, are you kidding me? But I don't no. think you're the majority yet. No, and and I, society isn't there yet. I believe I am. I believe I am. I believe you're wrong. Look at I your hope. You are the majority one day, but you aren't yet. 
look at, look at the, the look at the president of the United States. Yeah. Right. Also with that, it's like, but look at like our generation has not evolved that much. And it's our generation that's raising the new generation and teaching these behaviors to this new generation. And I will say there is a issue again, going back to moderation and moderates being really helpful. Our generation is raising the next generation, but we are so scarred from how we were raised that we are trying to raise them in the exact opposite way. We're going so far. We're overcorrecting. The, we're overcorrecting and we're going to go off a fucking road pretty soon because you have all yeah. of these kids who actually still <clears throat> don't know how to regulate their emotions. They don't know which emotion is valid because all emotions are sacred that children feel. And it's oh, like, okay. nope, <laughs> some emotions are manipulative. And, mm-hmm. and when we try to overcorrect, so I don't think that we should be like, men should be crying every five minutes because that would make me so uncomfortable. But I do think that we should be open more with our emotions. All <laughs> I actually dated a guy that cried a lot and I hated it. I hated it. Because you want us to be emotional on your terms. Wow. Okay. You want us to be emotional when you want us to be emotional, but you want us to be strong and be that typical manly man when you want us to be that way. Like you want us to operate on your level and maybe we're not there yet. Okay, that's that's a fair take on what I've said, that but I disagree. Fair. With I actually felt like he used his emotions to manipulate. Manipulate, one hundred percent. And I think women do this a lot, where they use being yeah. so sad to manipulate people into doing whatever they want in the moment. And, get and, your way. and it's not a genuine emotion. And when men used it, I was like, no, fuck this. You're talking what about manipulation as that's if it's a fair. bad thing. Is 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 manipulation in and of itself bad? Actually, manipulation is a very base human trait. Yeah. It's good if you're a woman. It's, I think it's all in the motive, though. It's all in the motive. Sorry, I'm sorry, Lane. What the fuck? <laughs> it's, it's all in the motive, but it actually... <laughs> no, children come out of the womb manipulating. The only thing that they know how to do is manipulate to get their needs met. And that's how people survive. And we slowly unlearn how to manipulate to function in a society as a good person. And people that don't unlearn that are sociopaths. Sociopaths. (laughs) I I don't. I think that's a bit extreme. (laughs) Hands up there. Come on. That's that's an outlier. (laughs) I'm not wrong. I think. I think. Nor is she. Nor is she right. I think the whole point of, or one of of the points of human existence, is to evolve past our base instincts, to move, mm-hmm. to move past what we are, or to, to, to quite frankly do better than the person that came before us. Right? Even even I, if you even if you're just pushing the bar a little bit, right? I asked Steve <laughs> what he thought his purpose in life was, and I think that is kind of basically what your big question was is distilled down into that question of what is your purpose in life? And a lot of people don't fucking know. And I came up with my purpose in life is to leave things a little better than I found them. Just a little. And really? Yes. Do you if I left that? things just a little better than I found them, cool. Uh, if I went yeah. and used your kitchen lane and I left yeah. it a little better than I found it, wouldn't that be wonderful for you? It'd be neat, but I really wouldn't. It wouldn't be a life-changing event for me. You're going to plant a tree. You're going to plant a tree so it can produce oxygen for 
fucking three more days for one other person so randomly. I've actually been reading Emily Dickinson's If I Can today, which is apparently just preparing me for this moment. But what she's saying in this poem is if I can ease one person the aching, if I can lift one robin in, into its nest, I will not have lived in vain. If I can make things just a tiny bit better than I found it, I'm fine. That's my purpose in life. I'm it's good. Very self righteous. It's very yeah, no, it is it is very self righteous, but it doesn't mean it's is wrong. It? I believe it is, yeah, because if you're saying like, oh, if I if I convince one team to vote, I've changed the election. Give it in shit. No, the one vote doesn't matter at all. That's not what I'm saying. You're doing one item. I'm not saying that I've changed the election. I'm saying if I can convince one team to vote, my life is worth something. If I can plant one tree, my life is worth something. Okay. Self-worth, I can't, I can't, I can't, I cannot, I cannot, uh, I cannot contend with your self-worth. I did you right. If you believe it's worth it, great, do it. What is your purpose in life, though? Uh, to make money, to live happily, and to have a good marriage. But why? Because yeah. that's what I want. To what why? end? So your purpose in life is to get what you want. Yeah, of course. How is that? I want for me. So that's as self-righteous as mine. She mm-hmm. has a point. For sure, but I'm not I'm not putting plastics on it saying I'm helping somebody else. I'm in it for me. I know that it's fair. I'm gonna I'm gonna put it out there. I want me to be the best. I want to succeed at the top. I want to provide for everybody that I can, which is really the family, which is this the wife. I would love to be that kind of person. That is me. I okay. want to get out there, get the most I can for the best possible. I don't care about person X, Y, or Z, my but neighbor, see, anybody else. That, I'm in it for me. It's my li- have, my life. My life. I don't have to care about person X, Y, or Z either. My life purpose. And oh, why do. do you care for them? Why do you care for them? I mean, for me, why do you care? I guess because I, I do think it's my duty to care for the people around me. Why? Because where does, that, where does that come from? Where does that moral compass come from where you want to actually put good upon someone else? Your neighbor, who the hell cares? They could be a criminal. They could be a rapist. Why would you want to put good upon your neighbor? I think like, I why do you want to do that? To what I said about how if I recognize... This, the thing that's in me that I see in you, I want to protect it or at least not harm it. I don't want to go out of my way to be a complete asshole to you. But I also, if you're a jerk, yeah, I'm fine ignoring you and going my, my way. And if you're an extra jerk that's being really horrible to some people, I'm fine going out of my way to stop you from being a jerk. Because I would like to leave the world a little better than I found it. What I'm talking about is more, I guess, I believe would be in the, in, in the vein of if, if you run a company, right? And I'm the subordinate. I'm the person who's going to be there uh, picking up the trash. Would you want me in these crazy times to get my salary versus you? Or would you want you to have it? I'm so glad that you brought this up, Lane. <laughs> because I do run a company. It's not really a company. It's a school. But the fact is, when our, when our school closed for all of this quarantine stuff, and I this is my first year running it. It's a nonprofit, but I am essentially running it with two other individuals, and it's really fucking hard. When it closed, I told my family, like, oh, fuck, the school closed. This is really intense. And they all said, oh, is your salary going to be okay? And I said, who gives a fuck about my salary? I have 
10 other employees to think of and their salaries come first before my salary because I'm a leader and I have to think of them first. Is it because your husband is secure? Oh yeah, for sure. Okay. <laughs> that, wow. Okay, wow. That just, that so just tanked that entire argument. That's perfect. That no, tanked. No, 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 no. But it, does, no, it doesn't great. take the entire argument. It doesn't tank it. The fact that I'm secure, if, if I don't make my salary, great. It means that I still get to be a leader and make sure that people who are less secure than I am are taken care of. If I were truly looking out for just myself and being greedy, I can manage the situation. I want to make sure that my salary, even if my husband is secure, I want to make sure my salary is paid first. And that's not true. I have volunteered my salary to be ignored first because my husband is secure. And what if he was a stay-at-home dog walker? What if he was in that situation where he had nothing no coming in? I you want you, 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 want you right? harder to make you sure you. That know that we all got paid. I'm not going to start thinking about just myself unless I can't pay my mortgage or live. And there are many people that I work with who depend on one salary. From As our, do you. I don't depend on one salary. I, my if you salary, did, you would want to look out for you versus them. But if I did, yes, I would fight for my salary more, but yes. it doesn't that I would ignore the people that also the, need it beside the me. The problem is, in the company, you matter more than they do. You do. So why not take that advantage and, and say, also, I matter more, I deserve more money. In the company, I get to also put myself on the chopping block before I would ever put someone else on the chopping block. And that, to me, is a good leader. And even if it was beside the fact that I was financially secure, because I'm, it would be a huge cut to Steve and I, if we didn't have my income, but I do feel like we would be okay. Even with that financial security, as a leader, I would rather put myself on the chopping block first and see to it that every staff member is able to make their mortgage, to get groceries, to take care of themselves. And that is not a selfish thing. So you'd rather miss your rent than somebody else. You'd rather be late on your rent and not be able to feed yourselves versus somebody else you work for. Is that true? I think... I think she's saying that she'd rather have everybody be on a livable, like even playing field than yeah. have yes. her get full salary. I don't want to like trip someone. Exactly. Like that guilt that you have of like knowing that someone else is suffering more than you, that you actually have a little bit of control over, like that sucks. So maybe if I give a little of what I had, so this, like if she's up here, and this other person's here. <clears throat> if I gave a little, so we're all just here in the middle, meet in the middle, then she's done her part. It's actually, there's a meme or a cartoon or something about equality and how equality is everybody receives the same. Everybody has the same blocks to look over this fence that's too high to see the baseball game. But justice is everybody gets the blocks that they need to see over the fence. So if you have a really short person and a really tall person and you give them the same blocks, the short person is still not going to be able to see over the fence. But if you do it in a justice way, you're going to give the short person a higher block and the tall person is by, going to get a shorter block. And that by reducing my block. By reducing your block. And it's social justice instead of I equality. Don't... And you don't seem like you're into social justice no. and that's okay. But no, I certainly am into social justice because I do see it as a responsibility of my myself to take my, care of people that need me. 
and you and you have laid it out very well this whole this whole conversation you you've made that very clear and i i do love that i just want to know pushed up against the wall right person like, acts nick nick is one of your subordinates he'll make his rent or your will or, or, or you will who will you choose you have that decision power you're gonna let him do it or are you gonna do it yourself you're gonna bestow it upon him and you're gonna be late and you're not gonna make your payments so you're going to let him do it because you're so magnanimous and you want to give to everybody. But we the want problem all be is... Here. We want to all be here. We can't. This can't happen. This is unattainable. But the problem is, is it's not a black and white issue. Today's episode is brought to you by Harold's Haberdashery. They sell hats and clothes for men. So here's, here's a scenario that we post to everybody else, right? Imagine one evening or, or night you uh, hear your neighbors starting to fight, right? Uh, it's a man and a woman. Um, you don't really know them too well, um, but you suddenly hear like yelling going back and forth and then it builds to cursing. Um, this goes over like a course of like an hour and then suddenly the cursing becomes these loud sort of, you can't really make out what's being said, but you can tell it's very aggressive and then suddenly you hear him, you know, yelling at her and then you hear like crashing of a couple things. And then you hear a loud thud and a crash and then silence. Now, in that scenario, what would you do? Would you pick up the phone and report it or would you just go back to watching television or would you go to bed what's what's what in that sort of situation what 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 does your moral compass tell you to, tell you to do i know what i would do go for it i would instantly report it yep it wouldn't be when i hear the arguing i would be like oh that's pretty unusual and i would probably keep tabs on it um i think in general women are more alert to keeping tabs on things to make sure that if someone else is in danger, they can provide help. Okay. If I hear something that sounds more aggressive and ends in a thud, I'm for sure calling the police. And I have in numerous situations in my life ended up seeking out authoritative help by either calling the police or going to security for something that I felt uncomfortable by. Because I think that if something makes you uncomfortable, the least you can do is seek out help. And if it's nothing, cool. But if it was something more and you didn't do something, then you really fucked it up. You missed an opportunity to help someone. And you should you should always try to help someone, even if it makes you look like a fool for five seconds. Okay. Well, you're wrong. I agree with that. No, I agree with that. I've been in that situation and I have picked up the phone and called yep. the police because same thing. It's like if you can step in and help the person and prevent it from going any further, mm-hmm. because it's all about the what ifs, right? Yeah. Like what if like you did something that actually stopped something? What if it really was nothing, but you made a fool out of yourself? At least you tried to prevent something from becoming a worse situation. Yep. Okay. And imagine if you were in that position and someone called for you, how, and some people aren't grateful because they're in a really weird place and they don't understand how to receive help. 
but there's also an element of how fucking grateful would you be to have a lifeline out of that? Okay. All right. That's definitely not vastly different than the others, but definitely a little bit different. Uh, Lane, remind me, what did, uh, what did the others say? The thing that we posed everybody else was, um, and it's something that I actually, um, had to admit to was what if it was a male voice crash female scream versus a, uh, a female voice authoritative crash and scream from a male voice would you call or would you not i would call for either because i think that female on male violence is just as important to report as male on female violence yeah now, they don't Bridget, get a buy just because it's a female like either way it's violence it's violence. domestic violence and so if you're hearing like, any well, argument would you just call in well, the wonderful thing is that you can always say like, oh, um, there's just really loud noise coming from my neighbor's yard. And I just I I'm not sure it's just a noise complaint if you're not sure that it's a violence call or if you're going to be interrupting something that maybe is just really kinky. If mm-hmm. it's loud enough for you to hear you can always say, oh, it's a noise complaint, but it gets police officers over there to at least investigate and make sure that people are safe. So they might be there like 30 minutes late, but no, no big deal, right? Well, am I supposed to personally go over lane? What did you want me to do? No, that's what I'm asking you. Why would you Why would you call versus like a regular argument? Like I've argued with Ronnie and she'll probably tell you this right now on the show. Uh, in a point that's very loud and very boisterous, and we probably shouldn't have had the cops call because I wasn't hitting her, nor was she hitting me. There was no domestic violence issue. We were just in a really bad argument. If the cops had come, I'd be pretty pissed off by that. I think she might as well uh, be pissed off too. So why would you take Did you break the neighbor and make them thud? No. Let's say that I knocked something off the counter. Or through a thing. Through a thing, right? I, I I threw a decanter at the wall. Crash. No no impact on her. Didn't hurt her at all. We had a conversation about it. We're talking. She said that was way too aggressive, blah, blah, blah. And then the cops show up. Who was that benefiting? Uh, Ronnie. Yeah, me. How, why? What is she through the decanter? The fact that you were aggressive enough to throw a decanter against the wall means that Ronnie might not necessarily be <sighs> safe. Really, she might not be. So you're taking that upon yourself to say that, you know what, this person's not safe. I want to call the authorities for a domestic dispute that probably is in the confines of a home. Okay. No, no I issue. wanted to yeah. call the authorities for a noise complaint. I don't know if there's a domestic dispute exactly. going on. But it, I, I would say no, for I me would, to hear it's a noise complaint. I would call for a noise complaint and say possible domestic dispute so there'd be a little bit of rush on it. Even if nothing happened, let's say it was someone else, like let's say Steve threw something and, you know, same scenario, it would would save Bridget because it's the same thing. It's like if you cannot control your anger enough and if something out of the norm for you was throwing that decanter, who's to say that it would not escalate? So the fact that if I could do something to prevent it from escalating any further saves the other person from any possible additional harm. What if it escalates the harm? Well, okay. Here's That's what the I'd situation. be worried about. 
here's the situation, Lane. So I was in a movie theater, and as I was sitting, it was some action movie with Matt Damon years nice. ago. Born Identity. No, surprisingly something different. Four brothers. It was like green, <laughs> green marine or something. Um, we were sitting and Steve and I were ready to watch this movie. And a guy came over and he sat next to me and he placed his backpack very firmly in front of his seat. And he turned to me and said, can I put my arm on the armrest? And I said, of course you can go for it, dude. And he said, I just wanted to make sure because sometimes people get really weird about the armrests and I just wanted to make sure that I was being polite. And I said, yeah, man, whatever you need to do. And I immediately turned to Steve and said, I feel like I'm going to get fucking shot because this dude is sitting here making really weird, aggressive comments and he's got a backpack in front of him and we're in an action movie and this is the state of the world that we live in. And Steve said, you're probably fine. Don't worry about it. And I said, I can't handle sitting here and doing nothing. So I'm going to get up and go tell security. So I got up and I went to the, the bathroom and I went to the, the film or the movie theater security. And I said, do you check backpacks before they're brought into the theater? And they said, no, we don't have a legal right to check backpacks. And I said, what do you, are you allowed to check? And they said, only things that we are suspicious of and we can't check backpacks or purses. And I said, well, someone sat down to me next to me. They had a backpack. They felt suspicious to me. They made weird comments to me and they said, well, we cannot check anything about it, but we'll keep an eye on it. And I said, okay. And I went back to the theater and I was uncomfortable for the entire time. Did it make a difference that I went and I told security? Maybe. I was still uncomfortable the entire time. I wasn't shot, obviously. But the fact is, I could have sat there and not said anything and wondered the entire time if something happened, what if I had said something? Right. Or if something happened, I would have known I would have said something and it didn't matter and I still got it said. So which would you have done? I don't mean to answer your question. The question, my curiosity is where did that moral compass come from? That's where we're driving at in this episode. Where did you feel that and why? Because I know that people bring backpacks into movie theaters and shoot people in them. And but I, how do you, so I actually, to not sound really bad, I switch seats so that I was on the other side of Steve and I was away from the guy because I said, I feel so uncomfortable sitting next to him. And Steve said, would you rather sit on the other side of me? And I thought, so that you'll die before me. Okay. Yeah. And then I sat on the other side of Steve and I Fair. thought the entire movie, I don't even remember what the movie was about because I thought the entire movie, I just chose to have Steve die before me. If this guy decides to shoot up the movie theater. But you, I never regret going to security and telling them that I felt uncomfortable because what if something bad had happened? For sure. But do you know where that moral center comes from? Like, why did you feel morally obligated to go and tell security to make a thing happen so you can say after the fact, oh, nothing happened. I told security I did my job. Where does my job come from? Because bad things have happened before. And if I know that bad things are possible and I have the opportunity to stop them or at least do something to prevent them, I have a moral obligation to do that. 
before the Aurora shooting, I had no concept that people would possibly bring a gun into a theater and shoot people up during an action movie. And I would have never blinked an eye at someone having a backpack during a Matt Damon movie, except for the fact that it had happened before. And I thought to myself, it could happen again. So you kind of gain your moral compass as experience personal happen. tragedy and not personal, I guess, universal not tragedy. personal tragedy, but just in general, societal tragedy. tragedy. Like, yeah. yeah. You take your shoes off because someone once put their uh, bomb in a shoe and therefore you're going to take it off and acquiesce to the TSA because they say it could happen. Because taking your shoes off isn't um, a personal choice. You're, you're mandated to do that. That's not optional. But you feel that's okay. No. I mean, I take my shoes off because I want to get on a plane, but that's not optional. Right. You have to think of more, if you're going to make an example of it, you have to think of something more that's optional. And it's optional to call on a neighbor that's having a domestic dispute that's loud enough for me to hear and that I would be worried about someone in. And yeah, I would call on them every time. That's that's really fascinating because... I agree. I mean, out of the six people we've asked this question to, um, everybody's given very different... This has been the latest episode of The Educated. If you want to get in contact with our hosts or our guests, email us at theeducatedpodcast at gmail.com. Again, that's theeducatedpodcast at gmail.com. And if you want to suggest a topic for the show, go to educatedpodcast.com. Scroll down to the bottom of the page, fill out the form, and we'll take your suggestion into consideration. And don't forget, you can get official educated merchandise like t-shirts, sweaters, and mugs on our website. Plus, you can support the show and get bonus episodes via our Educated Patreon. Thank you for listening. That's likely to drink it before the barbecue. <sighs> this guy. Oh, yeah. Definitely lame. Probably me. Less likely? I hold on to booze like crazy, man. Really? Yeah. I, I, right? Shocking. Shocking. Oh, yeah. No, I have an actual problem. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to the bloopers. <laughs> <laughs> Is this, that, is this that Damon Lovato thing where we're supposed to intervene? Where she was upset, no one else asked why? <laughs> That's how you end a joke, Nick. You don't ask if it was funny. You let it end. You let it die out on its own. That's how you do it. That's a pro right there. <coughs> and if we haven't explained already, we're bringing every guest we've had on the show back oh, yeah. in. Yeah. I don't know if we actually have explained that yet, but the uh, idea for the 100 is going to be yeah. to do where we get every guest back on and make a very long <clears throat> episode out of it. Mm-hmm. It will be very long. It will come out probably in you know April, and we're, this is now February, so we'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. But the idea is we need to have something to tie all together, and so we have this one story Nick told me last time we tried to record, and we'll go from there. Don't tell them we tried to record before. Well, we actually did record, but you're like, I don't want to use it. I don't know what I want to do. Oh, my God. That was you. Uh. <laughs> All right. <laughs> That's a good point. Let's try that again okay. from the top. Oh, Jesus, the top! <laughs> Fuck, what are we, actors? Come on. All right. All do right. it from the top, you do the lead, and I'll, I'll shut right. up. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Jesus fucking Christ.
didn't you tell me that you the the gentrification in Spokane just made you feel like a better white person? It does. <laughs> it really does. <laughs> See? See? I, I, I didn't do shit for it either. But I'm walking around downtown and I'm seeing like steakhouses and like Austin's barbecue and I know more all these breweries, places, more <laughs> breweries and more like eateries, and unnecessary like, breweries. You got like ten breweries in the span of like three many. blocks. Way too many. That's right? not even like that's not right. even like an exaggeration. No. <laughs> yeah, we're trying to kick the homeless out for alcoholism, <laughs> but let's bring in breweries all day long, right? It looks yeah. hipstery. Like when I walk down downtown and I don't feel like I belong, yeah. I feel like that's a good sign for the city because it's growing and young folk are there. And because I'm I'm old as shit, like I'm not. You're not old. No, as a, in my mind, I'm not. I'm not young either. Like I'm just. I'm like a. I'm like Clint Eastwood, a get off my lawn kind of guy. You know, like. It's just. I don't know. I don't get it. You, you, you're I like don't what? TikTok. You were, you were like 33. I don't tweet. Almost 33. I'm 32. Yeah. yeah almost 33. How about you? He's freshly turned. Yeah. What? 33. 33? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Nick's 40. <laughs> I had to double check that in my head. Just you, like think, you can do the math, oh, right? I'm not 40, asshole. Oh, yeah. It's <laughs> Almost 40. Almost 40. He's getting there. No, no don't, don't say that on the show. I'm, I'm 34. Oh. 34? Yes. Come on. I'm 34. Come on. By what calendar? I asked Steve what he... Sorry, I got a burp. Excuse me. Into the mic. Nice. Oh, I heard it. Nice. There. Right there. On, right there. Recorded. I'm sorry. Slurs, the burp is gonna be the sound, right? Yeah. Like bleeps. Yeah. Use the mic. The bleep. right next to my neck where the burp was located. Crazy. Where are you ordering people? Back in the day. Way back in the day. Slavery. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Mayflower. Earliest Amazon. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> this got dark quick. Hey, don't be racial. That's on you. <laughs> the Mayflower, the original Amazon. <laughs> Do you know the Mayflower means in Gaelic? Bezos. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> you, you've been listening. I'm your host, Nick, with my good buddy, Lane. Special Thank guest, Christian. One, two, three. We are out. <laughs> <laughs> That's when I know when to cut the goddamn show. Because... <laughs>